Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Lilith Stopwatch Part 3 by Tinker Toymaker Chapter 7 Crystal and I walk hand in hand out of the garage. She follows my lead as I turn right and steer us towards the ice cream place I saw when I got my new clothes. It looked like the kind of fancy place I would expect in Cherry Creek. The petite gothy slash punky young woman walks next to me with obvious excitement. With her larger-than-life personality I kind of forget how small she actually is. Right now that's highlighted by how little her hand feels in my loose grip. At work I usually wear the large gloves but I remember the smalls being big on her. We laugh as we bump into each other a few times in rapid succession. While she has proportionally long legs she's still about a foot shorter than I am. Our respective normal gaits don't exactly line up and we both seem to be trying to walk close to each other. Okay, that's not working great. Crystal grumbles. Sheesh, it's like we're horny teenagers or something. She takes a half step sideways away from me. Let's see if we can make it to the ice cream place without crashing too much. I squeeze her small hand. Sounds good to me. Grinning down at her with more confidence and less awkwardness than I would have had in the past I add. Once we get our ice cream can we act like horny teenagers again? Krista looks up at me with her piercing blue eyes and a slightly manic grin. Promise? I nod, not exactly knowing what I'm signing up for. I'm gonna hold you to that and see how awkward we can make everybody feel. If that's her attitude anyways no wonder she's so excited about magical sex powers. We start walking again and we both make minor adjustments to our gait. It doesn't take long for us to manage to walk together and not bump into each other. Crystal hesitates all of maybe five seconds before plunging right in. So about your magic bullshit powers. What are they? How do they work? Did you just get them? Hit by a meteorite? Vat of toxic chemicals? Aliens? Demons? Gods? Gamma burst? What's up? Ooh, can you make her flash us? She ends by nodding towards a moderately busted woman walking towards us. I am. Can we talk about this after we get ice cream? I ask as we keep walking. And yes, I could make her flash us, but I'd prefer to explain things to you first. After the woman in the parking garage, my arousal is definitely higher and rising, and I want to keep a clear head. At least for a little bit. But the suspense is, and she's sexy. Crystal starts. Yeah, okay. I can understand why you might want that. She concedes. You'll just have to make some other hot babe flash us. Thank you. And, um, sure. I say. So what were you doing near here? It didn't take you very long to meet me. I'm trying to change the subject, but I'm also curious. Oh. That. Crystal seems hesitant before she just gets it out. I was dumpster diving for clothes. She can feel my surprised reaction throughout hands. Hey, you think I can afford my clothes on my shitty pay? Most, well almost all, of my clothes came out dumpsters. But isn't that dangerous? And what if you get caught? I ask concerned about her safety. Wait, and your clothes are that expensive? I mean, they look great, but... I trail off. Ah, thanks. She actually blushes slightly at the compliment. Uh, It's safe enough if you know what you're doing. 
and everything gets chucked in the sanitizer cycle in the washer. Whatever survives, survives. What doesn't goes back in the trash. She plucks at her tight sleeveless black top. And yeah, this was some designer shirt that got tossed because of some minor thing. Same with the shorts. My mesh and fishnets were ripped packages from Spencer's or Vicky's or something like that. I nearly always have to take things into fit anyways so I take care of any serious damage too. She leans over to look at me. That's why I recognize your clothes as being not cheap. I have a few things from that place too. They're one of the asshole stores that cuts up clothing when they trash it. Jokes on them that I can fix that shit. It also helps that I'm like, half the size of you so it's easier to patch and make work. Clearly Crystal has a lot of survival skills and I'm guessing she's been on her own for a while. Um, wow. That's not what I expected. She looks at me. I'm just surprised, that's all. And impressed. No judgment from me. Thanks. Most people don't react that way. A lot of people are really judgy. She shrugs. It's just what I learned to do to survive. She looks quickly at me. Before you ask, I don't want to talk about that right now. Maybe later, but not now. Okay, I understand. It seems like she's had a hard life. I can relate to that and at least understand it some. I give her hand a squeeze again. From her smile and squeezing me back I can tell she appreciates me not prying. Hopefully as time goes on we'll get closer and she'll feel comfortable enough with me to share her story. I'm not going to push her on it though. The ice cream place isn't that far, just another half block of walking in sort of mutual awkward silence together. Since it's across the street from the clothing place I didn't get a really good look at it before. It seems like a great place. One of the shops where they make almost everything here. And the ice cream is made with liquid nitrogen in big stand mixers, which is pretty neat. The door handle is on her side so Crystal opens it for us. As we walk into the place all the incredible aromas hit us. It smells fantastic in here. Different ice cream and topping scents are wafting in the air along with the strong smell of waffle cones being cooked. I think I'm going to have a hard time deciding what to get. It's also fairly busy, which is unsurprising since it's a beautiful warm Saturday night. There's lots of attractive people in here and my increased libido definitely notices all the sexy women. Most of the clientele seems to be in their 20s and 30s with some older folks too. It seems like short skirts, mainly pleated, are the in thing right now since that's what at least half the women in here are wearing. That or yoga pants or short shorts like crystal. There's a lot of tank tops and other sleeveless shirts too. It is pretty warm out so that makes sense. Luckily there's a lull in the line and we only have to wait behind one person before getting to the counter to order our frozen treats. I get a waffle cone sundae with malted milk ball ice cream, hot fudge, and a house-made cherry sauce. Crystal gets baklava ice cream and house-made butterscotch over a blondie. We both comment that what the other got was kind of a second choice so we decide to share a bit with each other. I pay for our ice cream and use the stopwatch to convince a young couple obviously on a date and done with their dessert to give us their table. I also give them what's probably going to be my usual list of loving breast play, being safe, and not staying with abusive people. Hopefully that will lead to more fun for them, especially since I also told them to go have some fun if they're both in the mood. The couple gets up with giggles and a bit of minor groping. That leads to more, slightly embarrassed, giggling on their way out. As we sit down at the small table Crystal looks at me suspiciously. Getting this was a little too easy. Did you do that? I nod as I take a bite of my sundae, which is delicious. I thought so. Okay, we have our ice cream. Spill, she says before taking a bite of her blondie sundae and obviously loving it. 
I'm about to answer when my phone chimes with an unfamiliar notification sound. I get a tiny spike of arousal from the weirdly and surprisingly sexy sound and I immediately know who it's from. Only a succubus could make a text notification sound this sexy. Crystal looks at me questioningly as I pull out my phone. Just a moment. I have to check this. Opening the app one see a longish text. Lilith, hey there cutie. I'll probably text you more than show up. It's easier for me and then you don't go wild with lust, although that's always fun too. Winky face. I'll still pop up sometimes if I want to see some wild fucking. Laughing face. It's not what you need right now. Your new friend is great. She'll be lots of fun. A warning though. If you tell her about me make sure she won't tell anyone else. Use my stopwatch. If you don't I will. I'm glad she's being considerate about how she affects me. Well, mostly considerate. Clearly she likes it when I lose control and have to fuck someone. Or someone's. The last part could be taken as vaguely threatening but somehow I know she's not being malicious. More like she's informing me about things. I'm guessing she will be a lot more heavy-handed than anything I'd do. She sends another text that gives me another sexual jolt. Lilith, also, love what you're doing so far. You're spreading so much fun and lust and pleasure. That mother and daughter are going to cause so much pleasure for a long time. And the foursome you played with? Guess what they're doing right now with each other. Here's a clue. Tongue sticking out, 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 keep it up. I get a thrill knowing she likes what I've done so far. I've certainly enjoyed it, and I'm glad my succubus patron approves of things so far. Also, knowing the quartet I played with are licking each other is a big turn on too. I'm about to text back when my phone sexily chimes again. Lilith, don't worry about texting back right now. I know you're getting these. Text if you need anything. I'll get back in a few minutes or a few days, depending on what and who I'm doing. I text back anyways to be polite and get a response almost immediately. Then, thanks. Glad you like what I'm doing. Having lots of fun here. Have a fun evening too. Lilith, this wedding has been boring so far. That's going to change in about five minutes. Have fun with your little sex bot cutie. Her icon goes dark and I know she's done chatting for now. I look over at a patiently waiting crystal somewhat suggestively licking her spoon of ice cream. Um, thanks for waiting. I, uh, I falter not know where to start. Look, just spit it out. She says waving her spoon. Just rip the band-aid off. Okay. I look at her. Okay, so before I tell you this I need to make sure you don't tell anybody else. I haven't used the powers on you yet. I, um, kind of have to if you want me to tell you about them. Sorry. She stares at me chewing on her spoon a few seconds. Do you have to ask me before you do something to me? I shake my head. Could you do something and make me not realize it? I nod in assent. Well then do what you need to. I appreciate you asking, I really do. But if you have to do this so I can find out what the fuck is going on then just do it. I don't really know how to answer that so I simply stop time with Lilith's stopwatch. I stare at Crystal for a long moment and think about what to say. I touch her shoulder and lean close to her so nobody else can hear. Crystal, you will never communicate to anybody in any way anything about Lilith, her stopwatch, and what it can do. I think a little more. You can communicate about what happens through the stopwatch, but only if it can be rationalized as something not supernatural. That should do it. I hope. I restart time to a still expectantly waiting Crystal. Well? She asks after a few seconds. Are you going to do something? I just did.
I say to her surprise. Really? I didn't notice anything. Don't feel any different. She looks around and waves her hand. Can you tell me what's going on now? I think I can. I almost ask if she wants a more detailed explanation or the short version, but I know what she'll pick. After work I ran into a succubus. She gave me a stopwatch that stops time. When time is stopped I can do and touch anything and anyone. People will do or think or believe whatever I tell them. What? Crystal exclaims in surprise before looking around and talking quieter. What? A succubus? Like a sex demon? I don't know about demon. Definitely supernatural. And sexual. Holy fuck is she sexual. Even just getting texts from her got me distractingly hard and aroused. She said I could call her Lilith. It's not her name, but she thinks it's funny. Okay, gay. Crystal says slowly. That, that is awesome. She says with manic glee. At seeing my obvious surprise, she elaborates. I've always wished there were supernatural creatures living among us. Cryptids or whatever you want to call them. I never thought it was actually true, but it is. This is fucking amazing. She continues with excitement, and I'm not going to stop her glee. I always dreamt I'd find some hidden door in a closet, or some arch opening in a brick wall, or some thicket in the woods as a portal, or I find some shop that doesn't exist, or... That's what it was. I cut her off. After work I walked down the wrong street, and there was a weird shop I'd never seen before that disappeared and reappeared and disappeared. What? That's so fucking amazing. Crystal balls up both fists in front of her in excitement. Okay, long version now. I'll try not to interrupt. Ooh. Can I try your sundae? Want to try mine? It's super tasty. After trying each other's sundaes, either of us has a clear favorite, so we split them while I explain what happened. Meeting Lilith, how I was drawn to the stopwatch, the agreement to get it, Crystal excitedly thinks that means Lilith is Faye or something like it, and what the stopwatch does so far, and how Lilith gave me a fancy new magical smartphone. All while both of us nibble on the Sundays until they're gone. She can't see the stopwatch at all and to her my phone looks like a mediocre one with a screen that flashes and cuts out if I tilt it the wrong way. The glimpses she does get are basically dim and blurry and hard to focus on. I end the story with how being around Lilith and using the stopwatch builds my arousal, and that's why I wanted to talk about things before having more fun. I wanted to talk before I got too horny. Crystal manages to keep herself to minimal interruptions even though it's clear she wants to ask a ton of questions. When I'm pretty much done and our ice cream is mostly gone she finally can't hold it in anymore. That's amazing and awesome and thanks for telling me all that. Although you could probably make me forget it if you had to. But still, thank you Ben. She grabs my hand and squeezes it, clearly appreciating the trust. Were you kind of afraid I'd run screaming when you told me? I nod a little. Understandable but honestly it makes me want to stick around with you even more. Seriously. I am. I wanted to try dating you anyways but now. You've basically been handpicked by a sexy face succubus lust being to live a life of non-stop sexy fun. Now I really want to try being with you. Squeezing her hand back I look into her light blue eyes. I honestly hadn't really thought about you that way until tonight. You were always a co-worker. A fun co-worker I got along with, but still a co-worker. The more I think about it, and the more I talk to you the more I want to give it a try too. Yes. Crystal cheers before leaning over to kiss me again. I'm pretty worked up and she must be too because our quick kiss turns into a more passionate kiss that lasts long enough somebody coughs loudly in an attempt to get us to stop. I look around somewhat guiltily, seeing a wide range of expressions from slightly scandalized or annoyed to watching out of curiosity 
all the way to one young woman who seems very interested in watching us. This all has my arousal rapidly climbing. Crystal? Do you want to have some fun in here? She looks around at the many attractive people. Fuck yes I do. Thinking of something I add. Um, I don't think I'll ever be sexually monogamous. With a stopwatch and Lilith eye. Crystal cuts me off. I just sucked a chick's boobs until she came while you held her up for me. It was easily one of the most erotic things I've ever done, and I can't wait to do more. Does that answer your question? I nod. Good. We can figure out romantic stuff later. Right now I want more of what happened in the parking garage. Lots more. Okay, pick somebody. I say. What? She asks blankly. Pick somebody. I repeat. I'm not into guys though so please pick a woman. Sorry. Despite her generally rough and ready personality Crystal looks slightly flustered at being put on the spot like this. After a quick look around she points to a tall, slender, busted woman paying for her cup of ice cream. She's wearing a short pleated skirt and low-cut tank top with thin shoulder straps. She's remarkably similar in body and clothing to Jessica, the woman who distracted her earlier. Grinning I stop time. Standing up I survey the place. While I can tell people what to do in the shop, I can't feasibly do that to people walking by on the sidewalk or the steady stream of new people that come in. As fun as it would be to do something in the middle of the ice cream shop, I'm not sure I can swing it right now. Especially with the huge windows up front. I'll have to figure out something else. I walk over in frozen time to the woman Crystal indicated. She's a tall young woman, about college-aged, with long blonde hair. Her short pleated skirt is black and paired with a tight pale blue top. She even has casual cork wedge heels too, with black straps. Her outfit really highlights her long legs, slim waist, flat stomach, and fairly sizable chest. She's not quite as busted as Jessica was but she's close. I run my hand up the smooth skin of her leg and pull her skirt up to see her panties, black lace that looks form-fitted to her shapely rear. Standing close behind her I reach around to feel the front of her panties before running both hands slowly up her sexy body to cup her breasts. I love feeling them and I press myself forward, wedging the bulge of my hard cock between her cheeks. I almost go further but I stop myself so I can include Crystal in the fun. While gently playing with her breasts I quietly tell her a few things. I start with what is becoming my usual thing of her loving and getting lots of pleasure from breast play, both giving and receiving. I add that she'll feel comfortable talking to me and Crystal about anything. She'll be happy to do anything sexual with us, and she'll get lots of pleasure out of it before finishing with a few extra commands. I almost play more since I can feel her hard nipples through her clothes but I force my horny self to stop, at least for now. I finally let go of her breasts and take a half step back. Her skirt is still bunched up above her waist, showing off her lace-clad backside. Leaving her skirt up I look around the ice cream parlor. While it would be incredible to do something out here the big front windows make the interior too easy to see from the sidewalk. While I only had to do it a few times in the parking garage, having to stop time frequently to deal with new people doesn't sound fun right now. Maybe later, but not now. Still in the time-stopped world I go to a door at the back of the store to see if there's a place we could go to have fun. Through it I quickly find a small break room but after checking the couple of doors down the cramped hallways I find the only other unlocked room is a simple office. A standard desk, swivel chair, and pair of plain chairs around front. This should be perfect. I make my way out front again and rejoin the blonde with her skirt still bunched up. 
After a few more quick instructions to her I straighten out and smooth her skirt down with a quick extra direction to her not to publicly show the pleasure she just received. Now back by Crystal I'm about to shout instructions to the store when I realize they would apply to my gothy girlfriend too. I think a long moment before putting my hand on her mesh-covered shoulder. Crystal, whenever I say anything in frozen time it doesn't apply to you unless I specifically address you first. That should hopefully take care of things. I raise my voice and tell everyone that for today Crystal and I are allowed to go wherever we want in the shop and take guests with us. It's perfectly normal for us to go in the back rooms. Just in case I also add that people shouldn't worry about anything sexual that happens around me. Sitting back down next to Crystal I restart time. Okay, good choice. I grin as the blonde woman sways a few moments as the pleasure hits her. You wouldn't have picked her because she looks like that woman who ran by you in the garage, did you? I tease her. Where you walked into a parked car? Crystal blushes slightly. Yeah, I am. I laugh a little bit, and she sits up straighter and punches me in the arm. Oh, fuck you. Yes. Yes, I did. She says firmly, acting more like her usual self. And so what? That chick was hot and so is she. She glances at the woman as she puts her credit card up. So, are you going to do anything with her? I already have. I nod in the woman's direction as she walks over to join us. What? Really? Crystal exclaims. I didn't notice. Wait, I wouldn't notice, would I? You could stop time and do whatever and I'd never know. That is so fucking cool. And so fucking hot. She's very excited about the magic of this. What did you do to her? You're about to find out. I say as the blonde joins us. She's beautiful with her brown eyes and tasteful makeup subtly highlighting her features and high cheekbones. Up close we both get a good look at her sexy body with Crystal doing a decent job of not staring at the large breasts in their tight top. Which is made difficult by them being about eye level for her. Hi, who are you here with? What are you doing with them? And how long were you planning to be here? I ask as Crystal stares first at me and then the hot blonde as she calmly responds. My name is Brooke and I'm here meeting a few friends for a girl's night out. Just chatting for a while, probably an hour or two. Maybe more. She pauses before adding. Knowing them, the chatting will just turn into stupid gossip. She rolls her eyes and takes a bite of her ice cream. She's perfect for this. I pause time again and shout to the store. Brooke's friends won't mind if she leaves them for a bit. She'll be back later. I don't want her friends to have a problem with her being with us for a bit. Restarting time I stand up, pulling Crystal up with me. Come with me please. I say, motioning them to follow me. Crystal keeps a strong hold on my hand while looking between me and the blonde trailing behind us nibbling on her ice cream. I grab a thick stack of napkins on the way, leading them through the door to the back rooms. Once we're in the plain office the blonde looks at my girlfriend with a warm friendly smile. Crystal, I have a question for you. The woman next to me stiffens slightly in surprise. What do you like most? Breasts, pussies, or butts? Or some other part of my body? What? Crystal stares back and forth between Brooke and me. I give her a guilty smile. I was curious about it, and I thought this would be a great way to find out. She stares at me and then at Brooke as she twirls slowly to show off her body. I like all parts of a woman's body, but I especially like breasts. Not trying to influence you, though. Just an FYI. Crystal stares at me a moment longer before turning to stare at a patiently waiting Brooke. Boobs. Breasts. Whatever. She blurts out. I like everything else about women too, but I really like boobs. That's the answer I was hoping for, although really there's not a wrong answer here.
Oh good, Brooke says happily. I really like my big boobs. I hope you will too. She sets her bowl of ice cream on the desk and pulls her tight top up and off, draping it on a chair. I smile and Crystal stares in shock as Brooke unhooks her bra and casually drapes it on the chair too. She rubs her breasts and gives them a quick squeeze of relief at taking her constricting bra off. We're treated to the wonderful sight of her large heavy breasts getting fully exposed in front of us. They are about as perky as they could be as large handfuls but they naturally hang some with their weight. She has about average size darker pink nipples and areola, both of which are clearly firm with arousal. Brooke shakes her chest back and forth before hopping in place a few times, entrancing both of us. Do you like them? She asks earnestly. Seeing both of us nod she seems very happy. That's great. Do you want to play with them? I love it when my breasts get played with. It hasn't happened in a while but I used to be able to get off just from them. She half sits on the edge of the desk and leans forward, arching her back and basically presenting her breasts to us. I lean forward to lick and kiss a nipple while Crystal is staring at me before looking around at the plain office we shouldn't really be in, especially with a half-naked woman we don't know. She pulls me away from Brooke's chest to give me a heated kiss. This is fucking amazing. So much sexier than I thought it would be. She gives me another deep kiss before turning to Brooke's other breast to lick and kiss it. I join her and our cheeks bump as we both give Brooke's large breasts lots of attention. I don't know if she's normally like this or if she's just really amped up right now but Crystal is a lot more aggressive and forceful than I am. She's sucking on Brooke's big breast a lot harder than I am. Crystal lets go of my hand and grabs my thigh for support. She almost automatically pushes her hand up until she's firmly grabbing my cock through my shorts. Without any direction from me or use of the stopwatch her small hand starts rhythmically squeezing me as we continue playing with Brooke's chest. I'm loving her hand on my shaft while I lick and suck on the full breast in front on me. I kiss and lick all over her soft skin but I pay extra attention to her firm nipple and slightly raised flesh of her areola. Brooke is moaning under our ministrations as we both play with and pleasure her wonderful chest. Pausing momentarily I look over to see Crystal's pale cheeks hollowed out somewhat with the force of her sucking on the breast in front of her. Something about that makes me remember Lilith's phone. I stop time and pull out my new device. I turn on the automatic camera mode and prop it up on the desk next to us. Worst case scenario it should get some great shots from under Brooke's breasts. I really should look at what's on the phone already but I keep getting distracted. I kiss and lick Brooke's chest a little more before starting time again. With time flowing normally again the silence is immediately replaced by both women moaning in pleasure. I slide my hand over to Crystal's thigh to gently squeeze her slim leg. She seems surprised at the new touch and looks down at her leg before looking over at her hand still gripping my cock. A quick moment of indecision is interrupted by Brooke moaning again. Crystal gives my cock a strong squeeze and turns back to suck on Brooke's breasts, clearly choosing to enjoy the sexual situation. That's made even more apparent when her other hand joins mine on her leg. She roughly jerks at the ripped fishnets on her legs and rapidly shreds the already damaged garment from her knee to the hem of her shorts. I was enjoying feeling her taut skin through the gaps but now I have clear access and clear invitation to caress her. As I keep playing with Brooke I start running my hand firmly up and down the smooth skin of Crystal's slender-toned thigh. Her response is to moan more even more into the breast in front of her. As we continue to basically worship her chest, Brooke is clearly enjoying it. Her breathing picks up and gets erratic as we keep playing and pleasuring her. Her body starts shaking and with a long, shuddering moan she clearly orgasms just from having her breasts played with, which is fantastic. She leans forward even more and she's held up by pressing her shaking chest against our faces. 
which is something none of us are going to complain about. Crystal moans and almost whimpers slightly, like she wants to orgasm right now too but isn't quite there. She presses her thighs together, trapping my hand between them, adding weight to my guess. Crystal makes a cute little sound of disappointment when Brooke stops shaking and slowly stands up. The slim punky woman clearly wants to play more and I do too. Stopping time I give the beautiful busted blonde a few more instructions, mainly that she should happily do whatever we want her to do and take great pleasure from it, along with more licks and kisses on her breasts. When time flows again she stands up with another little moan and looks down at the slightly squirming woman next to me. Crystal, what do you want me to do now? Or what do you want to do to me? Crystal blinks a few times before looking sharply at me. Anything? I nod, figuring I can make even an outlandish request kind of work. Crystal thinks a long moment while squeezing my shaft. She looks down at her hand on my shorts and up to Brooke's bare chest. At first she's kind of hesitant. Em, nothing wild right now. I. She trails off again but finishes with the strong personality I'm used to. I want to see you fuck her boobs. I want to feel you fuck her boobs. She says firmly, also grabbing my cock firmly. Groaning slightly with pleasure I smile broadly. That sounds great to me. She snorts. Of course it sounds great to you. So how do we do this? I squeeze her upper thigh and get a lovely little shiver in response. Just direct Brooke and let me know how you want us. Oh, you can touch her all you want. I pause then add. You can, um, touch me all you want too. Crystal nods and hesitates a moment before she suddenly lets go of me and stands up. Brooke, sit here. She points to one of the empty chairs. It's a standard plain black plastic and metal office chair with no arms on it. Brooke moves over to sit down but Crystal keeps her hands to herself, even though they twitch as she watches the busta half-naked blonde intensely. Before she sits down I stop time again. As a little encouragement to Crystal, and because I want to play more, I caress the blonde's long legs up under her short skirt. My hands bump front and back into her taut rear and very damp front to her panties. I drag my hands up until her skirt is pulled above her waist. Leaving the fabric frozen upside down I move my hands back down. One grabs a cheek and the other slides under her panties. I part her very wet lips and slide a couple fingers in her tight channel. Curling my fingers I find that patch of slightly different texture inside her that gives most women lots of pleasure. With the heel of my palm on her clit I start plunging my fingers up and down. I whisper to her that she loves it when I do this, or anything sexual to her, before leaning down to capture her breast in my mouth. While fingering her I give her breasts and nipples lots of attention for a minute or two probably longer as I'm enjoying this, before stopping. I slowly remove my fingers from her now sopping wet pussy and straighten up. A few napkins later and my hand is dry. Doing this is weirdly increasing my arousal and satiating it at the same time. I lean next to the blonde and grope her large breast sagine. Brooke, when I restart time and you have your orgasm, use Crystal for support. Grinning I stand back and restart time. Brooke moans loudly and grabs a surprised Crystal. Luckily the petite woman is strong enough that she can hold up the taller blonde as she shakes through her orgasm. The dark-haired beauty also seems surprised when her hand grabs an exposed butt and how Brooke is grinding her damp panties against her leg. Did you? She starts to say to me, but my grinning face tells her I definitely had something to do with this. What did you do? She asks strongly. I just had some fun. I say somewhat vaguely. And now I'm having even more fun. It is pretty hot watching the half-naked blonde hold on to the petite goth. I notice that in addition to grinding against her leg, Brooke also has a hand firmly holding Crystal's chest. 
Neither woman seems to mind the arrangement, and it's definitely pushing my lusty feelings higher. I'm also helping you have fun. Are you enjoying yourself? Crystal seems to more fully realize exactly where her hands and Brooke's hands are. Um, I, fuck yes I am. She pulls Brooke's rear closer to her, pushing the lace-covered pussy against her leg even more. I see Brooke's hand squeeze the shorter woman's breast, getting another little moan out of the petite woman. Once the blonde can mostly support herself crystal gently but quickly eases her into the chair. Brooke's hand on the pale woman's breast is even more obvious right now but crystal leans forward to help keep it there. I think she also wanted to hold on to the taller woman too since her hands slide from hips and butt up to her sides and large exposed breasts. My new girlfriend squeezes and experimentally hefts the bare flesh a few times before looking around me. Holy fuck this is amazing! She squirms slightly, pressing her legs together as the pair continue to fondle each other's breasts. Fuck me, I'm fucking soaked here! She presses the large breasts together. Whip your dick out and get over here! She realizes she's standing in between Brooke's legs and quickly takes a couple steps until she's behind the chair, never letting go of the blonde's wonderful breasts. With her standing behind Brooke and holding her breasts together for me I look at my punky new girlfriend standing behind a topless and mostly exposed woman holding the stranger's breasts together so I can fuck them. It's surreal and quite the erotic sight. I immediately undo my shorts and pull them and my underwear down. My above-average rock-hard cock springs up to attention. Crystal stares hungrily at me and unconsciously squeezes Brooke's big breasts. I guess that answers my unasked question about if she likes cocks. Brooke is staring with even more intensity though as she tracks every bounce of my cock as I step right in front of her. She spreads her legs wide for me, showing off her barely covered pussy and giving me easier access to her breasts at the same time. It's a sight that makes my arousal climb higher and makes me want to play even more. I rub my cock against her big breasts. Both women watch almost hypnotically as I circle each nipple before bringing my tip to the valley between her breasts. Brooke's chest is heaving as she takes deep breaths in anticipation. Crystal seems to be holding her breath and staring, also in anticipation. They each give different moans of lust and arousal as I slowly push my cock forward between her breasts. The feel of her smooth skin against my shaft is wonderful and Brooke is clearly loving it too. Crystal is standing there in shocked arousal as she quickly looks up and around again in wonder before directing her attention back down as I start to thrust between Brooke's valley of flesh. Her small hands aren't quite as big as Brooke's mounds and she can only cup most of the large breasts, her fingers pressed firmly against them. I quickly stop time as I feel myself about to blow almost immediately. All the playing and teasing has me on edge and I don't want to come embarrassingly early. Instead I pull myself out from in between Brooke's luscious breasts and start jerking off with my tips smacking back and forth against her breast and nipple along with brushing against Crystal's small hand. After maybe thirty seconds I shoot my load. A couple of napkins catch the mess and breathing heavily, I sit on the desk. I'm glad I decided to stop time and get some release so I'll last longer for the sexy pair. Once I'm done the napkins go in the trash can and I stare at the amazing scene in front of me. I realize that my initial desire to talk to somebody about this whole situation was so I could have a sounding board. Somebody to talk to about trying to use these powers at least somewhat responsibly. That has been dropped by the wayside for now with Crystal being so enthusiastic and becoming my new girlfriend. She is pretty smart and generally a thoughtful and decent person so I'm sure she'll be able to help with that. At least somewhat. In between sexual escapades. Probably. Despite just having an orgasm my arousal is definitely rising and I really want to play more. With my breathing steadier and my cock hard and ready again but not as close this time, 
I slide my shaft back between Brooke's wonderful breasts and restart time. Both women moan slightly from the bit of touching while time was frozen but neither seems to notice anything unusual. I start working my hips back and forth to slide up and between the heavy, squished together breasts. At both of their encouragement I pick up the pace until I'm ramming my rod between Brooke's breasts. They aren't jiggling as much because Crystal has such a firm grip on them but that just adds to the experience. Like everything I've done so far with the influence of Lilith's stopwatch this feels fantastic in a new and different way. Less shaking also means a much tighter valley of smooth, firm flesh I'm sliding against and I feel the wonderful weight of her breasts more. Even with taking the edge off it's only a couple of bliss-filled minutes before I feel myself about to blow. It's clear both women know I'm about to come too. Where, where do you want it? I ask. Brooke seems happy taking it anywhere but Crystal nods towards the table. Napkins! Napkins so there's not a mess yet. I quickly grab a few more napkins and pull myself out from between her flesh again. I'm barely in time but I catch the mess in the paper as I grunt and moan with my orgasm. Crystal moans in need as she tweaks Brooke's nipples bringing her to a minor orgasm too. Crystal is the only one left out for now. I lean back against the desk and watch Brooke shake and moan as Crystal holds her tight. It's a very erotic sight and that's not lost on my pale little girlfriend. She looks back and forth between me my cock, and Brooke before finally settling on something. She stands up and almost frantically starts stripping off her clothes. Her tank top and mesh shirt go first, leaving her in a plain black bra that cups her breasts nicely. She has C-cups that look bigger than they really are on her petite, narrow frame. She shows them off more as she bends over to deal with her big stompy boots. They are real hiking or combat-style boots with no zipper so they're not easy to take off quickly. She grunts in frustration. Ugh, stupid boots. Can you help? She hops up to sit on the desk next to me and sticks a leg out. Surprised at the sudden development, I hesitate a moment before looking at the stopwatch magically in my hand. I hit the button and stop time. Brooke is staring intently at Crystal with her pale leg almost comically held out and to the side but sexily spreading her legs. Considering how excited she was about magical time stopping, I'm guessing she'll like what I'm about to do. I hope. Working steadily I take both of her boots off. I understand why she wanted help since they are buckled over her laces tied with some kind of double knot. It takes me longer than expected to remove both boots and her plain black socks. Without them she has fairly small dainty feet that match her small hands and generally petite body. I hesitate before continuing but she was trying to strip her clothes off anyways and asked me to help. This is also really spiking my arousal. I run my hands up her slim legs over the ripped fishnet stockings, until I reach her tight black shorts. I pop the button open and pull down the short zipper to reveal a bit of gray material. Her shorts are fairly tight so I simply tip her backwards on the desk. With her legs sticking almost straight up it's a lot easier to deal with. A little tugging back and forth and I work them off her legs. They join Brooke's clothing on the empty chair. As my arousal continues to build it's incredibly tempting to do more to her right now. With her legs spread I can clearly see the damp patch on her gray panties. I resist the temptation though, at least this time. Before I do more to her with time frozen I want to know what she wants. Tipping her forward again I rearrange her back in the same position she started off in. I pull her leg back over to rest on mine and caress her inner thighs in the process. It's a new, fun feeling to touch her smooth skin in between the wide fishnet tights. I haven't had the pleasure of experiencing that before today and I run my hands up and down her legs a few times before shaking my head and stopping before I do a lot more. When I restart time Crystal is surprised as she moans with pleasure and has a minor orgasm. 
She must have been about as close as I was. The gothy woman looks down at her suddenly bare feet and lack of shorts. She shakes and moans even more, grabbing me for support as her first orgasm seems to roll right into a second one. Once her orgasm passes she looks up at me. Holy shit! That felt so fucking good. It's like, I dunno, my legs were dipped in pleasure or something. That was you, right? What did you do to me? Well, you said to help with your boots so I took off those and your socks. And your shorts. I caress your legs a bit but not much else. I hold her against me, my hand around her slim waist. I wanted to do more but I want to talk to you about what you're okay with first. You could make me okay with whatever though. Right? Crystal asks. Um, yeah? Seems like it. I reply quietly. Her response is to pull me down and kiss me deeply. Thank you. And for the record, that felt amazing and you can do that pretty much whenever you want. I'll almost always want it too. You can do more than that. Fuck, I want you to do more of that. A lot more. Crystal leans away and quickly unhooks her bra, flinging it behind her. She wastes no time stripping off her fishnets and panties in one go, also throwing them away haphazardly. Now completely naked she leans back, propping herself up on her elbows as she spreads her legs. Fuck me, Ben. I am so fucking turned on right now. I need you inside me. I want to watch it. That's an invitation I don't need repeated. I quickly stand up and under the watchful eyes of both women I strip out of my clothes too. Soon I'm as naked as Crystal. Brooke seems excited about what's happening too as she grabs a big breast and puts a hand in her panties. I step up between Crystal's legs as she is deliberately putting herself on lewd display for me. Naked, her slim frame and pale skin is even more apparent. I knew she was tiny but seeing her laying down like this it's somehow even more apparent. Her breasts are probably about a C cup, which look proportionally fairly big on her. They are also full, firm, and naturally perky. They're topped with vibrant pink nipples and areola, both a little larger than average, that are beautiful. I'm looking forward to playing with them looking down her body I take in her slim-toned stomach on the way to her pussy, flushed open and glistening with liquid arousal. It's also a vibrant pink in a stark contrast to her pale skin. Like everything else about her, the pussy in front of me is petite. It's on the smaller side and she has smooth, slightly puffy lips framing her pink interior. I'm not that good to look at, Crystal says after a few long moments. Now stop staring and stick it in me. I look up at her beautiful face. You really are that good to look at. Crystal blushes some. Brooke, isn't Crystal sexy and great to look at? Brooke nods emphatically. Oh my yes. You are very attractive and sexy. I'm playing with myself to you as much as I am to him. Her words are emphasized by her hands, one pulling on a nipple and the other in her panties clearly moving as she masturbates to us. Crystal starts to say something but gasps instead as I gently slap my hard cock against her pussy. My above-average, decently-sized cock looks a lot bigger laid against her small opening. She moans as I drag my cock back and forth a few times between her puffy little lips. I feel hands on my back as Brooke joins us, standing to the side. Without any further prompting from me she's already taken her panties off and she's playing with her pussy while she watches. A quick glance between her legs shows she has longer inner lips that she's pulling and teasing her fingers through. Her big heavy breasts are again on full display as she leans forward to get a better view of what's about to happen. She's watching intently at my tool over the pink pussy. Looking back down Crystal gives a little nod as I grab my cock and line it up. With the tip at her entrance I slowly push forward to happy moans and groans from both of us. 
because she's so small and tight I slowly work myself back a forth a few times to let her adjust a bit. She's so wet and ready it doesn't take long though, and soon I'm buried completely inside her. As I would have guessed she's very tight, but almost surprisingly she accepts my entire length. She must still be incredibly turned on because as I bottom out her pussy spasms and clenches on my shaft from a minor orgasm. Crystal collapses back against the table when her orgasm crests. Oh fuck that's great. I love feeling you inside me. Now fuck me. Don't hold back. I can take whatever you give me. She props herself on her elbows again just enough to see me start to thrust in and out of her. The puffy pink lips are stretched tight around my shaft, pulling at me with every stroke. Crystal's pussy feels fantastic, and it's clear that she's enjoying it as much as I am. Happily following her grunted commands to fuck her harder I grab her slim hips with both hands and pick up the pace and intensity. She wants this, I want this, Brooke clearly wants this, and my succubus-fueled arousal wants this. There's basically no reason for me to not do exactly what everybody wants. My pale girlfriend collapses back on the desk, moaning and writhing as I slam into her repeatedly. I'm treated to not just feeling her wrapped around my shaft but also her beautiful firm breasts bouncing around wildly. They flatten out somewhat like breasts do in this position but they're perky and firm enough to still stand up proud. Her vibrant pink nipples cap them and draw the eyes as they move in time with my thrusts. At first she has her slim but powerful legs wrapped around my waist but as I continue to fuck her hard she can't keep her legs up. The pleasure seems overwhelming to her and soon she's laying there moaning and gasping for me to keep it up. With the intensity of the moment neither of us lasts a long time and as I feel myself getting closer I can tell from her gasping and the feeling of her pussy that she's close again too. She must have recognized that too and she grabs my hands at her hips. Fuck, fucking come, inside me. I'm on the pill. Oh fuck yes. Harder. Fuck me harder. Yes. Yes. Fuck me. I slam home a few more times before Crystal starts moaning even more intensely and her pussy spasms even tighter around my shaft. It seems she's not really a screamer but makes high-pitched, long-drawn-out moans when she orgasms. Hearing her, seeing her, and especially feeling her orgasm pushes me over the edge and I orgasm too. Crystal's whole body spasms and jerks when I start shooting my load deep inside her. She moans even more and after the first few jets while I'm still thrusting her legs wrap around my waist again and pull me tight against her. Getting the message I slam forcefully into her, pressing our flesh firmly together. She twitches strongly with each of the last few powerful spurts of my cock. She's clearly one of the women who love feeling a cock shoot its load inside them. When we're finally finished she flops back down on the desk, her legs dangling limply off the edge. She weakly pats my hand and giggles. Holy fuck that was amazing! Wow! She takes a few deep breaths. Did you do anything um special during that? She tilts her head towards Brooke and I know she's asking if I stop time. Nope, that was just us fucking like rabbits. I tell her with a smile. Okay, I don't doubt that you're good, but that was absolutely fucking amazing. Didn't you say something about them? She trails off looking at Brooke again. Stopwatch in hand again I hit the button and pause time. Brooke, ignore everything we say and masturbate to us until I, um, grab your breast. I probably could have thought of something better but she's bent over to look at us and her breasts are right there in the open. I restart time and Crystal keeps talking. A gift? Or something? I am wow. She gets seriously distracted by Brooke, who takes my direction to masturbate a lot further than I thought she would. The blonde bombshell lifts a leg and puts her knee on the edge of the desk right next to Crystal to give herself easier access to her pussy. 
She plunges two fingers inside her and finds her clit with her other hand. She starts fingering herself and playing with her clit while pressing her breasts together with her arms. All while her eyes roam over both of our bodies. Crystal seems surprised so I look down at her. I just stopped time and told her to masturbate while we talked and to ignore whatever we say. I um, didn't think she'd be quite so enthusiastic. We both stare as the tall busted blonde masturbating to us. Wow, Crystal says. She shifts slightly to get a better view and looks down at my shaft still stretching her out. Holy fuck! You're hard again. Wait, still hard. You never really got soft, did you? Wow. Her pussy twitches around my cock with excitement. Yeah, about that. Lilith did give me some extra gifts. I am, will almost always be hard. I recharge fast. I move my hips back and forth a little to Crystal's pleasured moan. She also said I'm immune to all SDIs and I won't ever get anyone pregnant, which is fine since I don't want kids anytime soon and I could always foster or adopt or something. Oh wow, that's all amazing, Crystal says. I don't want to pump out babies so that works out great. Hmm, I wonder if she'd be willing to make me immune to STIs and pregnancy as well? That would rock and make things way easier. I can ask her about that. I promise her. I have no idea what her response will be but if it leads to more sex and pleasure she might do it. Thanks. Crystal grabs my hand. So the other thing. I bet you were good in bed before all this but now you're amazing. Like nobody has ever felt that good before. Ever. Not even close. That has to have something to do with Lilith. Same with coming in me. That usually feels good but I swear I had another orgasm or two just from that. It was fucking amazing. Thinking about it, she has a point. Yeah, you're probably right. She did say something about sex being better but I guess I assumed it would feel better for me, which it does. I'm glad it feels great for you too. And hopefully everybody else. I am too. Crystal says emphatically with a happy hums and wiggle of her hips. That's also a great way to keep women wanting to play more and come back for more. She wiggles her hips again. Mm, I'd love some more right now. And I know you're up for it. Ooh. She looks closely at Brooke before leaning up towards me in excitement. What happens if you fuck me with time stopped? Do I feel anything? Nothing? Something weird? Is it good? I want to try. Can you? I stop time in the middle of her sentence. If she wants me to fuck her again I'm more than happy to do so. A part of me is curious what it feels like too and she can answer that. I want to give us both lots of pleasure again too and my arousal is still fairly high anyways. Grabbing her hips again I start fucking her hard. In the frozen time her pussy doesn't really move and feels like an incredibly tight sex toy. After having fun in normal time I enjoy this different pleasure. I could play with her pussy or put her hand there but this feels amazing too and is another fantastic experience. I'm sure I'll be feeling her pussy wrapped around my cock more anyway so it's not like I have to choose just one option. With time stopped I pound away, using her petite body for my pleasure but knowing it's also going to pleasure her too once I restart time. Looking at her motionless beautiful breasts I slow my pace enough to reach down and cup them. They fit in my hands well, nicely perky and firm under her smooth soft skin. Her vibrant pink nipples are hard and her areola are noticeably raised. With them in my hands her breasts shake and jiggle wonderfully as I continue to use long, deep strokes on her. The combination of her super tight pussy and her beautiful chest has me rapidly approaching orgasm again. Just before I come I push her breasts up and quickly let go, leaving them standing up. With one hand on her hip and the other holding the stopwatch I start time again. 
Crystal's question is answered immediately before she can finish it. Fuck me. Oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck. Her pussy immediately spasms hard, clamping down on my cock with waves of strong contractions. I thrust two more times before I orgasm. Slamming into her as deep as I can again, nearly every spurt of my throbbing cock shoots deep inside her just like she wanted last time. Crystal flails her arms and arches her back, pushing herself against me as she loses her breath for a solid ten seconds. She finally takes a deep gasping breath before exhaling in a long, high-pitched moan. Crystal repeats that several times before going completely limp except for her heaving chest and occasional random body, or limb twitches. After laying down for a minute or so she weakly raises a hand. That was fucking amaze, amazing, fucking, fuck me, fuck. She takes a few deep breaths. That was the most intense orgasm. Ever. It's like all of a sudden I was hit by a truck full of pleasure. Not a small truck, like a Mack truck or something. Full of cocks. Holy fuck, that was amazing. Crystal shakily opens her eyes and caresses her body up to her breasts. You played with these two, didn't you? I nod smiling. Of course you did. She smiles back. So that felt kind of good but mostly weird. Sadly my titties here aren't very sensitive at all. I, um, have nerve damage. Long story. She looks over at Brooke still masturbating to us. It's a big shitty irony that I love boobs so much but mine don't do much for me at all. Oh well. She shrugs, making her breast shake, then laughs as the movement draws my eyes to them. I stare at her chest with a thought and a lowly say. Um, I might be able to do something about that. Maybe. Would you be okay with me trying something with the stopwatch? Really? Yeah, go for it, is her immediate reply. Stopwatch magically in hand and pause time. I think about it a moment before saying anything. Crystal, your breasts are now average sensitivity for fun and pleasure. That's straightforward and will hopefully work. Starting time again I nod to her. Okay, I tried something. Do they feel any different? Crystal caresses her breasts and pinches her nipples. Shaking her head she looks at me. Nope, feels about the same. Maybe slightly better. Thanks for trying though. I guess your succubus patron can only do so much. She wiggles her hips to move my hard cock inside her a bit. Mmm, yeah? She can do a lot so no complaints from me. You can definitely still play with them for your pleasure though. Yeah, no complaints from me either. I agree, rocking my hips back and forth slightly getting a slight moan from both of us. And thanks, you have beautiful breasts, and I'd love to play with them more. With that all done I reach for Brooke's breasts to snap her out of her masturbatory trance. Before I can touch her my phone chimes with a message from Lilith. I know it's her by the somehow incredibly sexy notification sound. I don't know how a chime can be arousing but it is. My cock throbs, getting a moan from Crystal. I grab my phone from off the desk and open up the message. Lilith, nice try but the stopwatch can't change people's bodies. I can though. Because you both accepted the limitation and are happy with what you have I'm going to give you and your sexy little friend a sexy little gift. I'm also feeling generous because I'm in a very good mood. Weddings can be so much more fun than they usually are. My phone chimes again and I get several pictures from Lilith. They center on the 30-ish year old bride and groom. At least I'm guessing they are the bride and groom. She has white garters, stockings, lacy shelf bra, and matching white lacy choker and veil. He has a bow tie and white panties tied around one wrist for some reason. It looks like they are the main course for an orgy involving several other mostly naked men and women who all look about the same age. 
with what little clothing bits I can see all matching it seems like they're celebrating the new marriage by fucking the entire wedding party. I simply text back, wow, and get a quick reply. Lilith, lots of fun here and lots more to come. And come lots of coming. P. Lilith, for your little sex spot there if you both accept my gift hold my phone on her breasts. Make sure it touches both her nipples. It will ding when done. But you both have to accept my gift. I look down at Crystal. Okay, Lilith said she can fix your breasts and she'd give us a gift if we both accept it. She looks confused and eager but also thoughtful. Sure. Um, were there any conditions on it? I reread the text. No, it doesn't seem like it. She just says she'll give you and me a sexy little gift. Oh, we both have to accept her gift. I guess that's the condition. Crystal chews her lip a second or two. Fuck it, that works for me. I'll accept a sexy little gift from the nice succubus lady. Crystal says. What now? Great, I'll accept a nice little gift from her too. Can you push your breasts together? She does as I ask and I put my phone on her chest diagonally so the opposite corners are pressed over her breasts and covering both nipples and areola. Okay. I am, um, she said I need to hold this here until it's done. Feeling somewhat silly I hold the phone on her breasts. After the first ten seconds or so of awkwardness we both turn our attention to Brooke as she continues masturbating to us. Her fingers are soaked as she keeps playing with her pussy and her full breasts are bouncing and jiggling enticingly with her hand movements. It takes a minute or so before Crystal suddenly gasps in surprise. My phone chimes sexily as the pale beauty arches her back and moans from a sudden orgasm. It's amazing to see and I definitely feel it too as my cock is still in her pussy, her smooth lips stretched around my shaft. Her strong spasms squeeze and milk my cock like she wants me to unload in her again. She collapses back down again breathing hard and I check my phone for Lilith's message and I immediately text back. Lilith, all done with your gifts. Her boobs and body are way more fun now. Ben, thank you. You're amazing. Lilith, you are welcome. Just make sure she gives and gets lots of pleasure to make it worth it. You too. Keep up what you're doing and spread fun and pleasure to more people. Ben, definitely will do all that Lilith, good. Oh, I also made it so she can't get STIs or get pregnant so she can have more fun. Lilith, back to wedding party now. A bridesmaid brought a strap in. She's going to see if she can use it on everybody. Starting with the bride and groom. She sends a picture of a woman tightening the leather straps of her harness with a fairly sizable purple dildo attached to it before Lilith's icon goes dark. Ben, thank you. I text back anyways to be polite. I'm honestly grateful for her surprise. Intervention. It also seems like that is an after-wedding party for the history books. My petite girlfriend stirs and opens her blue eyes. Holy fuck, I'm not going to be able to walk anytime soon if that keeps happening. She takes a deep breath. Um, what happened? Lilith did her sexy gift through her phone. I waved the device. She said your boobs will be more fun now. And your body. Whatever that means, oh, she made you immune to STIs and pregnancy too. Fuck yeah. That last bit is awesome. No more pill for me. Fucker always makes me nauseous. Worth it though. What do you think she meant by making my boobs more fun? And my body? She experimentally runs her hands up to her breasts. Her light touch turns into a firm squeeze and a long moan. Ugh, phew up that feels good. Whatever she did I like it. Yeah? How does this feel? I lean forward to kiss and lick one of her breasts. She moans and grabs my head, keeping my face on her chest. I'm not going to complain, licking and sucking on her firm nipple and raised areola. 
I could happily play with her fantastic breasts all day. She resists slightly when I try to move my head but once she realizes I'm simply going to her other breasts she drags my face across her chest, holding me tight and moaning in pleasure and need. It must be wild to have something that didn't feel very good suddenly give you enormous pleasure. Feeling her pussy tighten around my cock I start slowly fucking her while still giving lots of attention to her breasts. Crystal obviously enjoys everything and her moaning is music to my ears, especially when she orgasms quicker than either of us thought she would. Again she tenses up and gives long high-pitched moans before flopping back on the table breathing heavily. Okay, now that's the most pleasure I've ever had. You keep raising the bar here. Oh fuck, I might be done for now though. I've never come that hard that many times in a row and I think I'm getting sore. Kinda hard to tell through the pleasure though. The wet sound of Brooke's masturbation interrupts her. Ooh, great idea, Crystal says with excitement. I want to see you fuck her now. Okay. I'm not going to turn that down. Where do you want her? And I think we're done talking about Lilith and magic stuff for now, right? She nods so I reach over and grab one of Brooke's big breasts. She moans and leans into me. Oh, um, yeah? I'm so close. She keeps masturbating to us. Crystal struggles to sit up but I'm still buried in her. No, don't come yet. I want you to come when he fucks you. She looks at Brooke's body, focusing on her chest. Um, bent over the desk. Can you maybe move? She looks down at her slightly puffy lips stretched around my pole as I stand in between her legs. I certainly can. I say and start moving back and forth a few strokes. She tries to give me a dirty look that's spoiled by her moan of pleasure. Grinning broadly I stop thrusting and slowly pull out, starting to make a mess in the process as our combined fluids leak out of Crystal's pink pussy. Stopping time quickly I go grab more napkins, a roll of paper towels, a bottle of water, and some standard food service gloves. Without time flowing it's easy to clean both of us so we don't make a mess or get ourselves even sloppier. I tell Brooke to not care about the difference in cleanliness and restart time. Crystal moans again since I was rubbing her pussy to clean it. I probably rubbed a bit more than necessary and the licking and kissing of her breasts was purely for fun and pleasure. She shakily sits up and notices the lack of mess and the large wad of paper towels in the trash. Wow, that's convenient. She says, putting things together and realizing what I did. Kind of weird, but awesome. Thank you. She slides off the desk and gingerly stands up. Wow, I don't know what she did but I'm only just a little sore and not really shaky at all. I feel like I could go another few rounds with no problems. Whatever happened to my body, I like it. She gives Brooke a hungry look. I want to see you fuck now. Hard. Come over here. She pats the desk where she was just laying down. Brooke joins her and Crystal guides her to step back, bend over, and brace her hands on the desk. At first I thought she would be bent over the desk but I see why the pale young woman wants her like this. Brooke's big breasts hang heavily under her something Crystal takes advantage of by grabbing one firmly to play with. I gladly take my place behind Brooke and guide my cock to her entrance. I rub my shaft against her dripping wet pussy lips before pushing through them. I meet almost no resistance as her fairly tight pussy is well lubricated from all her masturbation. Grabbing her rounded but I slam into her with no warning. Both women gasp and give moans, one in appreciation and one in pleasure. Brooke pushes back against me in encouragement, and I give her what she seems to want too, a hard fucking with long forceful strokes. It definitely seems to be what Crystal wanted too. That's confirmed by the pair of women as I start pounding away and it's definitely something I want. The busty blonde's pussy feels fantastic and I can see her big breasts swinging wildly under her. 
or at least one of them. Crystal has a firm grip on the other, as she looks all over both of us with open lust. Since she was just masturbating to us it takes hardly any time before Brooke's pussy tightens up with an orgasm. Soon she's muffling her screams of pleasure by turning her head against her arm. It's a good thing I have my hands on her hips because her legs almost give way. I keep her from falling and mostly stop thrusting as her orgasm crests. Once she's recovered enough to stand on her own I start fucking her again, getting more happy pleasured moans and grunts from her. Crystal seems enthralled by things but she clearly wants to watch and play at the same time. Her one small hand is still holding tight on Brooke's breasts but her other hand goes to her own newly enhanced breasts where she starts squeezing her own firm flesh. Crystal, I have a fun idea. I think you'll like it. Do you mind? I ask her while grunting and moaning myself. What? Yeah, sure. This is so fucking hot. Do whatever you want to her. To me too. Both of us. She grabs my butt while still holding the blonde's hanging breast tightly. I take one hand off Brooke and hit the button on the stopwatch magically back in my hand. I thrust into Brooke's frozen pussy a few more times before pulling out to survey the scene. Crystal's hand was grabbing my rear rather firmly. Bending over I see her other hand was just as firmly attached to Brooke's big breast, her slim fingers sinking into the soft flesh. That gives me an idea for how to play with them. I mostly straighten up Brooke with her luscious big breasts that had been hanging down now standing out somewhat oddly. Odd but very sexy. I cup them to kiss and lick and suck on them for a bit. Not for any other reason than they are beautiful, and I really want to. Next I go to Crystal and stand her up too. Her breasts are smaller than Brooke's but they are beautiful and fit her frame very well. Leaning down I give her pale orbs and vibrant pink nipples lots of attention too. Squeezing, caressing, kissing, licking, and sucking on her chest. I'm guessing they'll both have orgasms from this. At least I hope so. Once I'm done playing, at least for now, I pick her up and reposition her so she's sitting perched on the edge of the desk with the busted blonde in front of her. The only thing for me to decide is whose face goes in which bosom. Thinking about it while groping both of their wonderful breasts I come to a decision for mainly selfish reasons. I push Brooke's face up against Crystal's breasts, making sure to get her open lips over a nipple. Brooke, when I restart time you should pleasure Crystal's breasts until one of us tells you to stop. You won't notice the sudden change in positions. I put one of her hands on the desk for support, and the other on Crystal's pussy. Brooke, you should pleasure Crystal down here too until you're told to stop. I tell her as I easily push two fingers just inside my new girlfriend's dripping wet pussy. Getting back behind Brooke I slide my cock back inside her tight, time-frozen pussy. Now for the selfish part. I reach forward so I can hold onto her big beautiful breasts. Using them almost as wonderful soft handles I start working my cock back and forth. Of course a lot about this is selfish, but I know I'm giving lots of pleasure to her at the same time. Speaking of pleasure, I decide to fuck Brooke with time stopped until I'm about to blow. I find the angle and speed that feels best for me and hold on to her jiggling breasts tight as I use her to get myself off. Her time-frozen channel is unnaturally tight, and it feels amazing as I slide back and forth in it. Once I'm close I push myself forward and embed my cock fully inside the beauty. Sadly I have to take a hand off one of Brooke's breasts to use the stopwatch to restart time. I quickly grab her again as the sound and motion comes back. The sound being moaning and screaming as both women have a surprise orgasm. The motion is a combination of things happening all at once. Brooke's pussy spasming on my cock and her pushing back against me. Her body and heavy breasts shaking amazingly in my hands. Crystal's surprised face as she grabs the blonde's head and holds her face to her chest. 
and finally my own orgasm as I shoot a low deep inside the blonde. That gets the blonde moaning even more as she haphazardly tries to suck on Crystal's pale breasts. I feel more than see the hand fingering my girlfriend as Brooke does her best to pleasure the pale woman in front of her while in the throes of a powerful orgasm. While I can't see what she's doing Crystal seems to like it a lot. My new girlfriend recovers first between the two of them. Holy fuck that was amazing! One second I'm watching you plow her, the next I'm sitting on the desk, coming with her sucking on my boobs. Em, this is fan-fucking-tastic. She shivers and moans from everything. Fuck me that's hot. Amazing idea there. You can have fun and play with me like that pretty much whenever you want. She moans as Brooke keeps playing with her. But fuck, fuck, fuck. Or do whatever else you want to do to me. Holy fuck this is amazing. I almost stop time and take her up on that offer but I also want to see what she wants to do with Brooke. Figuring I'll have plenty of opportunity to play with Crystal later I choose to wait on that. So what else do you want to see? I ask her, grinning as she's still being pleasured by Brooke. The blonde has recovered a bit, and her sucking and groping and fingering seems to be a lot more effective now. Oh fuck. Crystal moans. Fuck she's good at that. Um. Hmm, so good. What I want to see. I start slowly fucking Brooke again, pushing her against the pale woman more. Oh fuck. This. Just keep doing this for now. Since I'm happily inside Brooke I keep the slower pace of long deep strokes, repeatedly pressing the blonde's face against Crystal's breasts. The nice thing about the less forceful pistoning is I can easily bend over to grab one of her large swinging breasts, her nipple firm against my palm. Crystal's small hand is on the other, and we both enjoy the feeling of the heavy breasts swaying and shaking in time with my thrusts. This is a different kind of pleasure than the previous high-energy fucking, and it's amazing in its own way. This really shows me I should try to expand my experiences with the stopwatch, and that thought gives me a huge thrill of anticipation. I wonder if that desire for variety is built into the watch, and what Lilith did to me or if it was something naturally there that got unlocked. Either way, or both ways, I'm definitely going to try all sorts of different kinds of fun. I keep up the steady pace with all of us enjoying things. The slower pace means I really get to savor the feel of her pussy and body in general as I slide in and out. I also get to watch as Crystal is pleasured by Brooke, with her incrementally inching towards another orgasm. It seems like the blonde was trying different techniques until she hit the right combinations to pleasure Crystal better. The petite woman's moans and encouragements gradually increase and intensify as she rapidly approaches another orgasm. With a long high-pitched moan it's clear when she tips over. That and her hands tightening on the blonde's head and breast. It's a different kind of sexy that's incredibly erotic. After her shaking and moaning stops she gently but firmly pushes Brooke away from her chest. Okay, stop, stop, stop. That's amazing but I need a break here. She relaxes and leans against the desk as Brooke stops. The blonde partially stands up and I grab her other breast too. Firmly cupping both of them I guide her to stand up fairly straight until her chest is close to the same level as Crystal's blue eyes. She takes in the breasts before looking down at where I can feel my cock tightly wedged in the blonde's pussy. Crystal's gaze roams all over as I slowly move my hips and squeeze the big breasts at the same time. Okay, that's a total porn shot thing. Ooh. She shouts excitedly. I want you to do something else I've only ever seen in porn. She hesitates momentarily before plunging on. Brooke, can you lay down on the desk? Face up. I start to help the tall, busted blonde forward and off my cock, almost stopping time again to prevent a mess. Crystal, do you want things to be sloppy? Or should I clean things up? 
I point down to my cock still barely wedged in Brooke's pussy. Um. She hesitates. I'm not really into cum and sloppy stuff normally. Maybe clean it up this time? I might want that sometimes, but not right now. That okay? Sure, not a problem. It's not really my kink either. I stop time and pull out a brook. With time frozen, it's far easier to don the food service gloves and use paper towels to clean up the mess. Honestly, it takes less effort to clean up the more contained sloppiness this way than if I pulled out and it dribbled all over me and brook and who knows what else. With everything cleaned up, I give each of Crystal's breasts a quick kiss. Then a few more kisses and licks before standing back behind Brooke with a hand on her breast. I start time and quickly grab her as the blonde moans from the feeling of me cleaning up her pussy hits her. She stumbles and grabs the desk while Crystal grabs her own breasts with another surprised moan. Uh, yeah? That is so hot and sexy. One second I'm standing there and suddenly BM. Mmm, yeah? I love it. She crushes her breasts and tweaks her nipples before staring hungrily at Brooke. With quick directions and some help for the shaky-legged blonde we get her on the desk how Crystal wants her. It is indeed a total porn setup. Brooke is laying on her back with her shoulders at the edge of the desk and her head hanging down off the desk. Her legs are spread wide with her knees hooked on the other edge, spreading her lewdly. Crystal take position between Brooke's legs, her very pale skin a contrast to the blonde's golden tan. She motions me to stand by Brooke's top. I want to see you fuck her boobs. I've seen this in porn but it's always just a warm-up or something and it's never long enough. I want to see you fuck her until you both come. She leans forward and pushes a few fingers in Brooke's pussy. And I want to help. I've seen porn like this too and Crystal is right that it's never long enough. I stop time and give a few quick directions to Brooke since this seems like it might hurt her neck or head. Brooke, every sexual act you do will be done safely and without injury. At least unwanted injury. No serious injuries. I'm not sure if she's into spanking or caning or anything and I don't know if that would count as injury. I wouldn't want to accidentally mess with a potential kink. I decide to add something fun. Brooke, when Crystal tells you to orgasm you'll immediately have one. I restart time and carefully approach Brooke so I don't do something to ruin the mood like knee her or something. I get in position with Crystal watching every movement eagerly. I lay my hard cock between two big breasts and grab them with both hands. Pressing them together I sandwich myself between the soft flesh, making sure to leave her nipples uncovered for both of us to see. Before I start thrusting I'm surprised by Brooke as she reaches up and grabs my bare butt, holding me in place. I guess that's included in my earlier direction to enjoy sex with us. With Brooke's hands pulling me and Crystal watching eagerly I start to slowly thrust back and forth between Brooke's wonderful breasts. After a few experimental moves savoring the look and feel of yet another new experience I pick up the pace. I try to match Brooke's hands pulling at me, which leads me to steady long strokes through the valley of her breasts. I'm loving this and I briefly think I could probably try more creative and normally impossible positions with time frozen. Right now though, the feeling of her big breasts pressed against me and watching them heave back and forth is fantastic. This really is something straight out of a porn and it's amazing. Especially with my punky naked girlfriend between her legs. Crystal is staring intently at my cock sliding between the beautiful flesh while plunging her fingers in Brooke's pussy in time with my thrusting. I'm not sure how deliberate that is or if she's entranced by the eroticism of it all and subconsciously matching my pace. While I can't see her, Brooke's moans and her hands on my but make it very clear she's enjoying this too. Playing with people in stop time is amazing and sexy but playing with partners like this is amazing and sexy in a different way. It's all amazing. I get lost in the moment 
and keep fucking Brooke's breasts while watching everything until Crystal's voice draws some of my attention. Oh fuck you're so close. Fuck yeah. Fucking come all over her. My petite gothy new girlfriend is staring intently at Brooke's chest. I wish she'd come too. That would be so fucking hot. Crystal props a knee on the desk so she can masturbate more easily while still fingering Brooke's pussy. I realize she's right that I'm really close to orgasm but that seems slightly at odds with something she just said. I thought you didn't like cum and sloppy stuff? Really? You're asking that now? She asks almost incredulously while still watching the action. I love seeing people orgasm. It's so fucking hot. I just don't like dealing with the mess. I can understand that since I love it when women orgasm. Tell her to come. I say quickly, glad I told Brooke that last thing in frozen time. What? Crystal doesn't quite understand. Tell Brooke to orgasm. I repeat. Trust me, you'll like it. Crystal finally looks up at me. Okay. Brooke, orgasm for me. Crystal's light blue eyes immediately go back down as Brooke has a sudden powerful orgasm. Her hands tighten on my butt as her whole body shakes with her sudden spike of pleasure. Oh holy fuck! Crystal moans as Brooke's large breasts shake even more while I keep fucking them. There's a difference in sound from her fingers as Brooke's pussy floods with juices. Crystal's masturbating picks up intensity too as she watches and feels Brooke's orgasm. Her fingers parting her own smooth pink lips with frantic intensity it's all enough to tip me over the edge and I start shooting my load as I orgasm too. My seed splashes mainly in between Brooke's large, lightly tanned breasts and down onto her smooth stomach. From all the frantic shaking and jerking and jiggling flesh some spurts of white land up on her breasts too as I moan in pleasure. Crystal moans in need, the experience bringing her close as well. I don't want her just close though. As my orgasm crests after my last erratic spurts I hit the button on the stopwatch again. With time stop I keep fucking Brooke's breasts until my orgasm has fully finished before looking at my time-frozen girlfriend with a look of intense lust on her face. It seems like she's almost having a minor orgasm but I want her to have more than that. With a happy sigh I back up and remove myself from Brooke, leaving her come splattered breasts pressed together around the space where my cock used to be. Appreciating both women's beauty I walk around the desk and get behind the slim pale woman. She's bent over some with her hand between her legs. I tip her forward a little more and move her hand just enough to allow me to slide my cock back inside her. Leaving her hand on her clit means her inner walls magically move like normal, which is what I want this time. Grabbing her hips I start fucking her hard and deep. My fluctuating arousal just wants primal rutting right now and I honestly think that's what she wants right now too. I pound away at her without a lot of finesse, simply reveling in the feeling of her tight pussy as I repeatedly slam into her. I keep going until my orgasm hits and I ram myself as deep as I can go. With her rear pulled tight against my hips I grunt and moan again as I fill her up. She's so small and we're wedged together so tight I can actually feel the slight pressure building as my spurts of cum continue. I can only imagine how this is going to feel for Crystal once I restart time. I slowly pull out and quickly clean up the mess dribbling out of Crystal's little pink pussy. I put her back in her previous position, moving her almost like a full-sized doll before going back around the desk and wedging my cock happily between Brooke's breasts again. Grinning I restart time. Crystal's needful, moderately quiet moans turn into surprised loud high-pitched moans as her almost orgasm instantly turns into a powerful orgasm as everything hits her all at once. She flops forward and to the side, partially on Brooke and trapping her own arms awkwardly under her. She's jerkily and haphazardly fingering the blonde and herself at the same time. She gasps through her moans. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! 
Come with me, Brooke. Come again. Oh, fuck yes. Come again. Come harder. Fuck yes, that's hot. Come on my hand again. I step away from a suddenly flailing Brooke and help her sit up, at least partially so I can support her head and neck. She seemed to be barely holding it together until Crystal started to finger her a lot more intensely and ordered her to orgasm several times in a row. The blonde's whole body tenses and jerks as her moans of pleasure turn into a breathless, silent scream. I'm almost afraid she's going to pass put when she takes huge gulps of air in between gasping moans and screams while her whole body shudders uncontrollably. Crystal finally stops fingering her and stays slumped on the desk quietly moaning and twitching slightly. Brooke goes completely limp and murmurs something I can't understand. The aftermath of such intense orgasms is quite the erotic sight. With that final act my arousal seems sated for now, but that means I more fully understand that adding Crystal is both amazing and somewhat problematic. I was hoping to have a sounding board to help steady me, not somebody helping me jump in the deep end. Gazing at her sexy pale petite form slumped next to Brooke I realized that with her I wouldn't want it any other way. I always liked her fun-loving personality at work but now I get to experience it cranked up to eleven. I'm sure there will be unexpected surprises with her but I'm looking forward to those, among many other things and fun sexy experiences like this one. My lust satiated for now I take in the sexy scene of both naked women and think about how lucky I am. Chapter 8 Surveying the pair of naked women in front of me I'm glad my lust has receded down to manageable levels. Busta golden-haired Brooke is murmuring and twitching slightly, still laying face up on the desk. Pale Crystal is slumped across her lower body with little tremors running through her. I hear an odd muffled noise from her and briefly get worried something is wrong. That concern is wiped away when she lifts her head giggling and gazing at Brooke's bare chest before looking up to me. Well that was a hell of a thing. Super hot too. She looks back down at Brooke's breasts. They're doing that thing where they spread and flatten out somewhat like all breasts do, especially big ones, when laying down like she is. As Brooke recovers I help her sit up. She has such a beautiful and sexy body I take the opportunity to grope and fondle her some more too. I guess we should straighten out the office. I say ruefully. Between the sex and shoving things out of the way it's a real mess in here. I wouldn't want to be a jerk and leave it for somebody else to clean up. I doubt we'll be able to get it back the way it was. Crystal says. I have no fucking idea where everything was. I was concentrating on other things. She pointedly looks at my bare cock and then Brooke's naked body. Right. Me too. I look at tan busted Brooke before checking out Crystal with her very pale skin, light blue eyes and asymmetric cut black hair. She stands up showing off her petite naked body. Her little pussy has still flushed open showing her pink inner lips. They're about as small as she is. Her C-cup breasts aren't huge but they seem a lot larger in proportion to her narrow frame and slim body. They're capped with vibrant pink nipples and areola, both a bit larger than average and still obviously firm with arousal. Maybe this can help. I mutter with the stopwatch magically back in hand. Hitting the right button everything else stops. Brooke, you'll recover from sex quickly. You'll help us clean up the room and get it back to as close as possible to the condition it was in when we got here. I look at the state of her messy hair and smudged makeup. You'll also fix your hair and makeup. Her clothes seem possibly rumpled too. And clothes and general appearance. Guessing Crystal and I could use help too I add one more bit. You'll help others with that too. You'll do all that quickly and efficiently and it will seem normal. After restarting time Brooke sucks in a few deep breaths to steady herself before swinging her legs off the desk and shakily standing up. Okay, let's clean this place up. 
She takes a step but her legs are still so wobbly she almost tips over. All the pleasure and the multiple orgasms in a row have really worn her out. Um, can you get the big stuff and I guess I'll straighten things out here. She stays at the desk, moving things with her right arm while steadying herself with her left. It seems to highlight the stopwatch's limit of not being able to change things physically that Lilith mentioned. That's good to know. Since I'm basically fully recovered I start moving and picking stuff up. Surprisingly Crystal seems mostly recovered as well. Probably part of whatever Lilith did to her when she fixed Crystal's breasts and made her body. More fun. I'm guessing that means faster recovery and always ready for sex like me. At Brooke's direction and her increasing help as her body recovers it only takes a few minutes to get the office looking like it was when we came in. As we put stuff back in place I have a few questions for Brooke. She was so much fun and seems like a decent person I want to leave her with a parting gift. Sexual in nature of course. Brooke, what are your top three fetishes or kinks? Hmm. My biggest is probably fooling around in public, or at least semi-public, places. Movie theaters, locker rooms, closets, parks, clubs, cafes, and places like that. Or offices like this. She gestures at the small room we're in. That's great, and should be easy to help her with. Next is probably stockings and garters, nylons, pantyhose, tights, and things like that. She looks at Crystal's legs. Fishnets too, although I like the finer mesh ones better. I don't know exactly why but I love the look and feel of them. I kind of like feet too but more showing them off in stockings. Some people love that. I nod at another fun one that pairs well with her public kink. The third one would be hmm. She stops and thinks while her hands automatically keep moving. I saw something in porn recently called CBT. Cock and ball torture. It really turned me on. Eep. That took an unexpected turn. That is something I am not into at all. She luckily doesn't see my surprised expression as she continues. Although it might be more than just cocks and balls. I watched a few more that had nipple clamps and I really liked watching that too. Same with the one where she slapped another woman's pussy. Sounds like you're into sadomasochism. Crystal offers helpfully. It's part of the S and M of BDSM. I'm not surprised Crystal knows that. You should look into it. Huh, I never thought I was into anything like that. Brooke says. At least not until I saw those porn videos. I watched them a few times. Okay. I'm kind of surprised by the last one, but I maybe shouldn't be since anybody could have any kink and people are very good about hiding it for various reasons. I think about how to give Brooke her parting gift as I hit the button on the stopwatch to stop time. I start with the easier stuff. Brooke, you'll wear stockings and garters or pantyhose or tights or something similar that matches your kink as often as possible. And without panties whenever possible. Wear whatever is necessary for health and safety though. That should take care of that but I add on a little more I would want to see. You'll frequently tease and show people what you're wearing and not wearing. Um, brows and the like are optional too. Wear whatever matches your outfit and is sexy. You'll fool around and have whatever sexual fun you want in public and semi-public places as long as you won't get into trouble. Make sure to be safe about it. That will hopefully let her have lots of fun without bad things happening. The last one isn't my thing but she'd love it and I know some people would love to be on the receiving end of things from somebody like Brooke. You'll find people that want you to do sadomasochism things to them like CBT and nipple clamps and pussy slapping and more. Or any other kink you have you want to try. Have fun exploring. Maybe start with going to fetish nights at dance clubs. Look up fetish classes at a really nice sex toy shop. I think there's a good one down on South Broadway. Use those as starting points and go from there. 
I realized that might be throwing her in the deep end so I tried to keep her safe. For all of those things make sure to stay safe. You'll never get in trouble or have negative consequences for those things. I don't know if it'll work but it makes me feel better for trying. Restarting time everything was mostly back in place by this point. Brooke takes over and makes some minute adjustments to get it looking just like it was before we came in here. The stopwatch is going to make clean up and covering up easy to do. I guess we should get dressed too. I say ruefully, looking at the naked beauties with me. With chuckles and giggles we get dressed. I get back in my new shorts, underwear, and shirt while Crystal gets her shorts, panties, bra, and tank top on. My pale new girlfriend holds up her torn fishnet stockings. I don't think these are salvageable. Oh well, they were fun to rip open. She sits on the chair to pull her combat boots back on. Brooke has her skirt, bra, and tank top on but her panties in her hand. She looks at the damaged stockings sadly. Ah, but they look sexy on you. She looks down at her bare legs. Wish I had some fun tights or stockings to put on. I should go shopping tomorrow. What size of them do you wear? I ask. Brooke gives me a few options depending on type and style. Great! I say as I stop time again. I remember walking past a women's clothing store that should have some things like that. A quick walk and forcing myself to stay on my mission I find the place. I'm sorely tempted to play but I want to get back to Brooke and Crystal. I know I have all the time I would need but I'm trying to focus a little here. I go to the section with stockings and pantyhose and after a quick search I find the perfect option. I put some cash in the store's register and quickly return. Before I restart time I tell Brooke to not be suspicious and to accept the gift I'm about to give her. Here, try these on. I think you'll like them. I hold out the package. Ooh. These are perfect. Brooke squeals happily while taking them from me. Crystal is surprised at first but quickly realizes I must have used the stopwatch to go get something. Brooke opens the gift and tosses the empty package on the desk before sitting down to happily put them on. Crystal and I both watch as Brooke takes her skirt off again to put on the new stockings. Crystal glances at the package and snorts with laughter. You got her suspender pantyhose? What all did you tell her? Stopping time again, I'm planning to tell Brooke to not hear anything we say until I grab her breast, but I have a better idea. Placing my hand on Crystal's pale slim shoulder I tell her. Crystal, you'll hear what I tell people when time is stopped even if it's not directed at you. You won't have to follow directions for other people but you'll understand them. Not that I don't have plenty to spare but this should save time and effort and saying things multiple times. Assuming it works. Restarting time again Crystal's eyes widen as she realizes what I said to Brooke earlier. Holy fuck that's weird. It's like I suddenly know things I really didn't know before. I know everything you said to her while we were in here. She stares at Brooke pulling the stockings up sexily. But I don't know what you said to her in the ice cream shop. So you can still surprise me but it'll take a little more planning. That is very good to know. Brooke pulls the black suspender pantyhose up all the way and fidgets with them slightly to make sure they're properly in place. Wow, Crystal says. Very nice choice. I'm happy with it too. I didn't know what they were called but suspender pantyhose are basically modern garter and stockings in one-piece pantyhose form. They have a waist to hold them up with strips below to hold up the stocking part up. I've seen pictures of them with varying styles and designs but this one is obviously modeled after traditional garter and stockings. The waist on these is connected to the stocking part with inch-wide strips in front and back centered over the thigh and leaves her butt and crotch completely uncovered for a good six-inch gap. Plenty to see everything. The bottoms look like traditional stockings with a thin darker stripe up the back. 
She pulls her skirt back on and gives a twirl that flares her pleated skirt enough to show her bare upper thighs above the black stockings. Ooh. These are great. Thank you. She seems very happy about the choice and I have to agree she looks great. Since we're wrapping up here I stop time one more time to give Brooke my now usual ending speech. Telling her to exchange contact info and be comfortable talking to me about anything. To think anything sexual we did was great and she'll be happy to do anything with me in the future. Adding she'll feel the same way about all that with Crystal. Also that she loves giving and receiving pleasure with breasts. Finally to stay safe. Adding in that includes getting an SDI and not stay with abusers and contact me if she is in serious trouble. Again, mostly selfish, but also trying to help her stay safe. That's what you've been telling people. Crystal asks as I swap info with Brooke. I nod as I see Brooke's picture and info autofill again. I want to show the headshot and full bare chest shot to Crystal, but she can't see anything on the screen. Lilith said something about taking over other screens. Maybe I could do it that way. Maybe on her phone. I'll have to figure out how that works. I pick up the trash and Brooke adds her panties to the empty plastic. I don't want to lose those but I don't want to have to carry them around. I have plenty more and I don't think I'm going to wear panties very often anyways. I could just wear something like this instead. She waves her stocking clad leg. That's an interesting rationalization. Satisfied with her clothes Brooke pulls out her phone to use the selfie camera as a mirror. Using her fingers and a tissue she somehow gets her makeup mostly back to normal, while also fixing her hair so it only looks slightly must, not the sex hair she had a minute ago. The rapid transformation is remarkable, and I'm guessing it has something to do with what I told her with time stopped. Once she's done with herself she looks at me. May I? She asks approaching me. I nod and she runs her hands through my hair before making little adjustments to my clothes. Judging by Crystal's face I look the same as before, probably better. Brooke turns on Crystal and asks if she can fix her outfit too. The slim pale woman looks hesitant but she seems very curious too. After a moment she nods assent and Brooke works on her too. Crystal seems a little on edge and jumps several times as Brooke adjusts her clothes before getting to her black hair. She quickly styles it back in her punky slash gothy asymmetric style but looking somehow better. Crystal's makeup didn't really need fixed so she's all done in hardly any time. Crystal and I check each other out and both give thumbs up. As Brooke opens the door Crystal grabs the panties and shoves them in my pocket. I can't just let them go to waste. She whispers to me as we follow Brooke down the short hall and back into the ice cream shop. I toss the wrapper and we head to the exit while our playmate rejoins her friends who are still chatting. I overhear one of them as she looks at Brooke's slightly must hair and clothes. Wow, that's what you left us to do. Bang some random dude in the back room of the ice cream parlor? She picks up her phone. I'm gonna tell everybody what a skank you are. It seems like me telling her not to worry about her friend's absence doesn't extend to not being a judgmental jerk. I stop time immediately and go over to the trio of Brooke's friends. All three are also beautiful college-aged women wearing different styles of short, looser skirts with tank-top-style shirts. The one who said that has her phone out, and the other two seem to be nodding approval at her. Brooke wasn't wrong about them likely gossiping. I lean down and address Brooke's sexy friends. You three will talk to us and answer anything I ask honestly and completely. Anything Crystal asks too. Stop using your phone until we're done with our conversation. I rejoin Crystal and restart time as she starts muttering to me. Ugh, bitches. Can we do something to fuck with them? Already started to. I take the few steps to them. Crystal follows with an excited skip. Seems like she didn't hear me, otherwise she'd know already. 
I guess I talked quietly enough. All right. She grabs my arm and looks expectantly at Brooke and her friends. Okay, what's the deal with the gossiping and saying you'll post that about Brooke? I ask. Brooke answers quickly. We were the standard popular girls clique in middle school and high school. Gossip was a big part of life. The other three nod and agree. Now we're a few years into college and I don't like all the gossip and cliqueish stuff anymore but they still do. It's really put a strain on things in our friendships. I don't like it. I don't want to lose my old friends. That's why I keep hanging out like this. I'd rather we do something else sometimes but they never want to. She seems so earnest and she obviously cares about them and their long relationships. Yeah, Brooke's right. We've drifted apart some, and not just because of different classes and stuff. The woman with the phone says, She's not really one of us anymore and we've tried to make that clear by blowing her off and never doing what she wants. She should know what that means. Wow, bitchin' much? Crystal mutters under her breath. The woman with the phone continues, As for posting Abu Brook, Well, I thought something like that might finally make her realize what we think about her and that we really don't want to drag like her around anymore. The other two nod clearly agreeing with, or at least going along with, the self-proclaimed head of the clique. Brooke looks like she was slapped, which she sort of metaphorically was. But I thought we were friends. How? Why would you do something like that? When the other woman doesn't answer right away I ask her the same question and get another fairly mean response from her. Yeah, we were friends. Were. Past tense. And how could I post about you banging some random guy? Honestly? Pretty easily. It's kind of a perfect opportunity for the why. Maybe you'll make friends with those nerds from your classes? Although after this gets out you might have other people interested in you as an easy lay. Or those nerds will want a piece of you. Such a fucking bitch. Crystal says as Brooke looks emotionally crushed. Can you do something to them? Something big? Please? Yes, I can. I say with the stopwatch already in hand. A quick press of the right button and time stops. Crystal looks furious, Brooke looks defeated, and the other woman looks like she's not bothered by what she just said or Brooke's reaction. After the fun we had, and how Brooke seems like a decent person, I want to help her out. I also want to do something to Brooke's friends, who really aren't friends anymore at all. Brooke's friends. I walk around and touch all three of them on the shoulder. First off, no more bullying at all and no more gossiping online. If you gossip, it has to be in person and you have to be doing something sensual or sexual with who you're gossiping to. I could make them not gossip at all but some gossip is part of most people's social life and this should make it a lot more interesting for these three. Brooke, you know about this but don't have to follow it. Now to address how they treated Brooke. I caress the tops of their cleavage and have a great idea to turn the tables. You three. I say loud enough to make sure Brooke hears too. Are now Brooke's fuck buddies. She's the leader and you'll do whatever sexual thing she wants you to do. Whenever she wants you to do it. I squeeze two pairs of breasts, both sexy handfuls. Brooke, you won't have them do anything that's a major turnoff for them but everything else is fair game including embarrassing them. Actually, embarrassing them is a fun sexy perk when possible. Be nice and have fun with their kinks sometimes too. With my hands on them I add. You'll also love and get extra pleasure from anything sexual done with breasts. I slide my hands under each bra to feel their soft skin and sexy nipples. While their breasts are roughly the same size one feels a little softer and the other has noticeably larger nipples. You three have them same standard dress code as Brooke. I pull my hands out of their tops and step over behind the third woman and feel both of her slightly smaller breasts 
and average-sized nipples while I explain the dress code and add to it. Brooke is in charge of your outfits, though, and she can change or set a new standard dress code for each of you. You'll wear whatever she tells you to wear. Or not wear. Brooke, make sure it's nothing they'll get into trouble with, but besides that, have fun and dress them as sexy as you want. Figuring that should be good, I play with the lovely pair of breasts some more as I finish up my directions. Everybody will accept these things as normal. Keep each other safe and dressed as necessary for health and safety. None of you will get into any trouble for anything you do as Brooke's fuck buddies or for whatever outfits she has you wear. I finish with the same usual ending talk I gave Brooke before reluctantly stopping my playing to rejoin Crystal. Restarting time, Crystal's expression goes from anger to a wide Cheshire grin as she understands what I just did to Brooke's former friends turned fuck buddies. Holy fuck, they're going to have so much fun! Well, Brooke more than them, Crystal says as the trio swap info with me. You really did a number on them. I glance at her, slightly nervous since what I did will significantly alter their lives. Hey, don't look at me like that. They deserved it. Honestly, you were a lot nicer about it than I might have been. I probably would have done something a little meaner or more extreme. Once we've swapped info and I have some nice but tame headshots added automatically Brooke talks to them. Her face has gone through a range of emotions from hurt to angry to sad to a little excited. That's not a surprise since she just found out how mean they were to her, and now she has significant power over them. Okay Amanda, Becky, and Sarah. Do any of you need to keep your panties on? She asks with some uncertainty. She's not used to this yet. The brunette with the firmer, larger breasts answers. I'm um, on my period, so... Okay Amanda, leave them on. Becky and Sarah, take off your panties. She points at the blonde former ringleader with the softer of the larger breasts, and the other blonde with the smaller breasts. What, like in the bathroom or something? The former clique leader asks incredulously. Brooke hesitates and Crystal nudges her. You know, doing stuff in public is fun and kinky, right? You could embarrass her and have her take them off right here. Brooke perks up at that idea while Becky looks mortified. No, you can't. What will people say? They'll think I'm someone like you. I'll give you an option, Becky, Brooke says with a sudden sharp glint in her eye. Do you want your panties off here or in the bathroom? Becky, realizing her mistake, looks relieved at those options. Bathroom. I'll go right now. She stands up quickly but Brooke stops her. Crystal? Brooke asks my surprised girlfriend. I know Becky's by. We all are. Could you take her panties off for me in the bathroom? And maybe stay in there until one of you orgasms? She looks back and forth between us. If that's okay. It was just so fun to play with you both and I thought this would be fun too. Crystal looks at me but I hold my hands up. Hey, don't look at me. If you want to strip the panties off the hot babe I'm not going to stop you. Probably encourage it honestly. Go for it if you want to. Crystal grabs my head and pulls me down for a brief but passionate kiss that turns a few heads. Thanks. This is going to be fun. She grabs Becky's hand and pulls her towards the back with people staring at them. Crystal is practically radiating manically while Becky is obviously embarrassed. Sarah? Brooke looks at the smaller chested blonde who jumps slightly. Similar question. Do you want to take? Here. Melanie interrupts her and quickly reaches under her skirt and takes her panties off shoving the lacy bit of fabric in her purse. Her quick reaction means almost nobody noticed, especially since people are still looking back to where the other pair went. Wow. That was fast, Brooke says. I wanted your bra off too though so. She grins and looks down at Sarah's smallish chest. 
After a moment's hesitation, she quickly unhooks her bra and pulls it out from under her spaghetti strap tank top. More people notice that, and she can't quite get all of the matching lacy white bra in her small purse. More noticeable are her obviously braless breasts and prominent nipples showing through her top. Brooke and several other people are clearly enjoying what they see. Amanda isn't given a chance to go somewhere else to remove her bra. She looks around furtively and tries to hide the fact that she's taking off her bra. All that does is prolong things and ironically draws more attention to herself. She's blushing red by the time she's done with her full breasts outlined with her tight fashionable tank top. Brooke sits down and motions for me to take Becky's place between the other women which I happily do. While Crystal is having fun back there I can have fun out here. Sarah can you tell Ben here a bit of gossip about Amanda? I wonder what she's doing when Sarah leans against me, pressing her breasts against my arm and rubbing her hand across lap brushing my cock. Right, I just told them to be sensual or sexual when gossiping. Amanda has a half dozen sex toys. A few vibrators, a dildo about your size. She gives my cock a squeeze. And she even has a butt plug. She says it like it's some salacious secret, even though it's not really a big deal to me. Brooke smiles and presses her legs together like she wants to touch herself. Amanda, can you tell Ben something about Sarah? The bustier woman leans against me, squishing her breasts firmly against my arm while reaching back to grab my butt. Sarah had an all-girl threesome at a party a few months ago. She rubs her breasts against me. She disappeared for a bit so I went looking for her. She was with her ex's new girlfriend and some other girl from her sorority. Now that is more scandalous than owning a few sex toys. Even Brooke looks surprised at that gossip. Wow. She says looking at Sarah. I'd like to see something like that. What are you doing tonight and tomorrow? I ask as both women sit back up and stop touching me. Um, nothing planned for tonight, and just studying tomorrow, Brooke says. Well, you could easily have an all-girl foursome tonight. I look meaningfully to my left and right. Oh, 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 I could, Brooke says with growing excitement. There's suddenly an obvious sexual moan drifting through the parlor from the back. Seems like Crystal at least is having fun. The pair next to me look scandalized, but Brooke smiles broadly. I'm tempted to check on them in the bathroom, but I'm sure the door is locked. I'm also tempted to stop time and play with the women here, but Brooke asks them to tell me more gossip. I'm treated to several minutes of the pair taking turns rubbing their bodies against me with them pushing my hands to touch them some too. Both of their legs and butts under their skirts. I brush Sarah's very wet pussy with my knuckles and minorly grope and fondle each of their lovely breasts. While this is raising my arousal some it's a slow burn for some reason. I want to play some but I don't need to just yet. Maybe I'm getting used to it. Maybe just playing without time stop doesn't crank things up as much. Whatever the reason, I smile when I hear a muffled sounding long moan of pleasure. I'm pretty sure is Crystal having an orgasm. Sure enough about a minute later Crystal and Becky, both looking a little disheveled, rejoin us walking through the crowded ice cream shop full of staring people. Crystal is walking with a happy spring in her step and a pair of blue lace panties hanging from her hand. Becky looks mortified. Here you go. Crystal says cheerfully depositing the panties in Brooke's hand. Wow, looks like you had a little fun too. She says looking at the pair pressed against me. They also blush and look a little guilty. Brooke? Should we leave you so you can start your fun evening? I ask glancing at the three women. Yes. That sounds like a great idea. She says happily so I stand up and join Crystal, who sighs contentedly and leans against me as we turn to leave. I'll make sure to send you some pictures. Becky starts to complain but Brooke cuts her off. 
Or maybe I'll send them now. Becky, I've always wanted to do something like this. Brooke pulls out her phone, turns on the camera, and holds it below the table. Crystal snickers as we leave to Brooke telling Becky to open her legs wide enough to get a good shot of her pussy. Outside in the warm night air Crystal gives them a big thumbs up as Becky spreads her legs and holds her skirt up. I can't believe they're getting away with it but nobody's stopping them. Do you realize what you just did? Crystal asks as we watch Brooke take surreptitious naughty pictures. It's nighttime out with plenty of streetlights on but the window into the well-lit shop makes it easy to see them. I mean, yes? I hesitate because she's clearly put something together. So you made those three her fuck buddies and they'll do pretty much whatever sexual thing she wants, right? We watch as she gets a picture of a hastily flashed nipple. And in the back you told her to have fun and enjoy her kinks, right? Including telling her to go to things like fetish night at a club where she can find people to do fun kinky stuff with. I nod, halfway to the connection she made almost immediately. Kinky stuff like stockings and feet and public stuff and sadomasochism stuff like CBT or nipple clamps and stuff. And you basically gifted her a harem to have fun with and almost certainly bring to those clubs. Oh. Right. I say realizing Crystal's point as we watch Brooke get pics of the other two women's breasts. Yeah, she's gonna show up with those three in tow to either play with or to help her play with whoever she finds. Some lucky kinkster is probably going to have all four of them doing stuff. Or kinksters. You never said to find just one person to play with. Brooke and her friends are going to rock some fetish crowd and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, that does sound like it'd be fun. I say as Crystal grabs my hand. We start walking away since Brooke and her fuck buddies started standing up. Our good mood is somewhat dampened almost immediately by some mid-twenties guy sitting on a nearby bench. Under a street light it's clear he's in obvious pain in his shoulder. Crystal and I glance at each other before steering over to him. Neither one wants to kill the fun mood but we both are the kind of person to help others in need. We approach him slowly. Hey, you okay? Crystal asks gently. Fuck off, bitch. He snarls back. Fuck you. Crystal immediately responds and turns on her heel to leave as I stop time. I step closer to the guy. Mid-twenties fairly muscular white guy with what looks like expensive clothes and an oversized watch. He has a hateful sneer on his face along with the pain. His shoulder looks kind of odd the way my friends did last year when he dislocated it so I'm guessing that's what happened to him. My snap judgment is this guy is an entitled rich asshole. I'm sorely tempted to do something drastic to him but I want to find out for sure first. I put my hand on his good shoulder. You're going to have a conversation with me and Crystal. You're going to stay here and answer us completely and honestly. I restart time and Crystal stumbles slightly before turning back to the guy. Oh, great idea! She gives me a quick kiss and the guy makes a disgusted sound to it. Hey! Guy! Crystal says knowing it will probably annoy him. How'd you get hurt? Some bimbo bitch made me fall over this bench. He responds automatically with some confusion. Why the hell would I tell you that? Fuck off, bitch. He turns to me. You better control your woman before I do it for you. That tells me everything I need to know about him, but I'm curious about something. How exactly did a woman make you fall over the bench? Some bimbo was walking by with her tits basically falling out and her skirt flashing her ass. I pretended to walk into her so I could cop a feel of both with deniability. I was expecting her to jump away but soon as I grabbed her she stumbled into me. I went over the bench and landed on my shoulder. She didn't even look back to see if I was okay. Stupid bitch. He looks up in panic. Why the fuck did I say that? 
He basically just admitted to wrongdoing but also that he got wrecked by a young woman, which probably hurts his machismo more than the physical injury. Crystal laughing at him right now is adding insult to injury. Okay, last question. Is this what the young woman looked like? I give a description of Jessica from in front of the parking garage. The one that made Crystal walk into a parked car. Yeah. That's the bimbo. It looks like me telling everybody to stay safe is actually working, which is great. If my shoulder wasn't hurt I'd find her and say hi. You know what I mean. He adds ominously. Hmm, maybe I'll just follow those sluts to their cars instead. I could probably catch one of them alone for some fun. He jerks his chin in the direction of Brooke and company leaving the ice cream shop. It's night and should be doable if I'm careful. Nothing I haven't done before. That's it. I stop time and stare angrily at him. He's like my roommate but worse. He's also threatening violence on people and he's admitting to having done that before. I give him a few commands. You won't ever use a slur for women again. You know what? You won't ever use a slur or derogatory term for anybody ever again. You won't ever intentionally harm anyone ever again. You won't do anything sexual with anybody unless you have their full consent. You can't orgasm unless you bring somebody else to orgasm first. I pause and take a few deep breaths and think a moment. That should take care of things, but I don't want him to just magically be better. I want him to figure stuff out for himself. You won't know why all those things happen, but you understand it's just the way things are for you. You won't try to find loopholes to get around things. You're going to have to learn and change on your own, especially if you ever want to have another orgasm. I think I'm done, so I restart time. Crystal sways slightly as she understands what I said to the guy. Fuck yeah. Way to go, Ben. That's probably better and nicer than what I would do. Anything you want me to add? I ask as the guy looks at us with some confusion as he tries to say a few things and just sputters instead. Um, nope. I think you covered it. Let's leave the loser alone. He's not worth any more of our time. She says that last part to the guy. It's all another blow to his ego, which is great. She grabs my arm and starts walking away from the now extremely angry looking guy who's trying to say something that just won't come out. I'm sure he's trying to call Crystal something derogatory, but he can't. Once we're a few steps away she looks back and shakes her head. Yeah, you were definitely nicer than would have been. What do you think will happen to him? That was nicer? Remind me not to get on your bad side. Crystal snorts and giggles a bit. And him? In the short term about the only way he'll probably have sex is if he pays someone. Then he'll have to treat them well. Sex workers should be treated well anyways but he'll actually have to. Long term? I sigh thinking about it as we head down the sidewalk. Hopefully he'll learn and grow into a decent human being. Maybe he'll find someone he treats really well and they settle down. That or maybe he'll turn into a gigolo. Objectively he's good looking and physically fit. If he wants to have orgasms he's going to have to get really good at giving them so, maybe gigolo? Or he could stay a miserable shitty person but at least he won't be able to hurt anyone. Something bothers me about this and Crystal seems to sense that. We pass a couple stores in silence before I stop and look at my new partner. Crystal, am I a hypocrite? I mean, is what I'm doing any different than that guy back there? Crystal grabs both of my arms and gives me a piercing gaze with her light blue eyes. You're nothing like that asshole. He doesn't care about the women he's with. Hell, he probably doesn't really care about anybody except himself. You do care about other people and you try to do what's right. But how is my playing with women different then? I start but Crystal cuts me off. It's very different she says emphatically. 
You make sure not to hurt people and while you pleasure yourself you really try to pleasure whoever you're playing with. That makes all the difference in the world. She pauses before continuing. Yes, there's issues of consent but that is a very new thing. We've worked together for a while now and I know you. I wouldn't have tried to date you if you didn't seem trustworthy and respectful. I'm very good at detecting bullshit and you don't ping my asshole radar at all. Thanks. I relax a little. I guess I'm still a little freaked out by everything. And I never want to become somebody like that guy. Crystal keeps staring at me. I don't think you will. You said Lilith chose you? Or the stopwatch chose you? I nod for both. There you go. What? I don't make the connection. Lilith, a legit for real succubus. Crystal says slowly. Chose you to have her fancy magical item so you could play with it and other people. Then she did something to you that makes you amazing at sex, be ready for sex whenever and wherever, and cranked up your libido. When she puts it like that I start to understand her reasoning. I think she did all that knowing you're the kind of person who would focus on sex and pleasure. Everything you've done and everything you've told me you've done seems to have that at its core. That's why she picked you. You're a lover not a fighter, which is awesome. You could easily do so many terrible things right now but you're not. Even the extreme stuff like with Brooke's friends or that guy. Both situations are almost guaranteed to lead to lots of pleasure and sex. Yes, embarrassment too but that can be hot and sexy. You're even telling them to stay safe and Jessica did just that. I thank you. I lean down to give her a kiss. You're welcome. She says before kissing me again. Besides, you're not entirely on human morality anymore. Does Lilith like what you're doing? I nod. When you explain things you mentioned something about your roommate? Did she like that? Well, she didn't mention that exactly, but she did say she likes everything I've done so far. I say slowly, feeling better. There you go. Crystal says as if that proves things. Oh, come on, stop overthinking things. You have magical sex powers gifted from a freaking magical succubus. Just keep doing what you're doing and make sure to give lots of pleasure while you have lots of fun. I laugh a little at how worked up she's getting by this, but I can't really argue with her so I kiss her again. Thank you, I guess I needed that. What she says just feels right. You wouldn't happen to be saying that so you have more fun too? May Abe. But that's more of a perk. A really, really nice perk. She leans against me again to give me a more sensual kiss. But I think that way even if I wasn't benefiting from this. She grabs my butt and kisses me more. Ugh, get a room. Some mid to late forty-ish year old guy says. He's holding the hand of a beautiful young woman in a sundress who looks to be in her early twenties. Crystal makes some kind of gesture towards him, which I'm pretty sure is her flipping the guy off. The woman shrugs apologetically and silently mouths. Sorry. As the guy makes a sound of disgust. He starts walking away quickly, almost dragging her along with him. I bet you could make her life a lot more pleasurable. And he seems like a miserable dude too. Crystal looks at them. She is pretty damn sexy. She trails off suggestively. Taking her unsubtle hint I stop time, partially to have fun and partially to think. Crystal is right about me. She's very perceptive and I think she's right about Lilith too. I resolve to not overthink things, or at least try not to, and just have fun. Deep down I know it's what I want to do anyways. I just have a lot of hang-ups and my whole life's experience of living one way. Now I'm living another way and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Turns out Crystal was a very good-sounding board for me after all, just not in the way I thought. With that in mind I take the few steps to the pair and give them the usual instructions about answering questions fully and honestly. 
also for them to join us until I say they can go and not think anything strange of it. I put myself back in Crystal's frozen embrace and pull her close, making sure to grope and fondle her a little before starting time. She moans and then fake glares at me. Tease, she swats my butt as the pair turn around and stand next to us. What are your names and why are you with each other? Crystal asks. I'm not sure if she heard me in frozen time or if she's guessing I said the same thing to them as the others. I'm David and this is Melanie. I'm with her because she's hot and looks good on my arm. The guy answers. I don't know if it'll be anything long term but she'll make me look good for the company's summer party next week. If she's a hit I'll probably try to make it more of a serious thing and lock her up. Typical. Crystal mutters echoing my thoughts. Melanie looks somewhat awkward after what he said. He's my boss's friend and business partner who works at an investment firm. He asked me out in front of my boss and I didn't feel like I could say no. He hasn't done anything bad and my boss has asked how things are going so I keep going on dates with him. We've been dating for a few months now. How's the sex? I ask. Great. David says. She has a great body and she's fun to fuck. Melanie looks even more awkward. Eh, it's okay. Not a lot of foreplay before he sticks it in and once he's done, that's it. I orgasm sometimes but not often. Oh, for fuck's sake. Crystal exclaims. She looks at me. Please tell me you're going to do something. Definitely. My doubt melts away as I think about how to help them. Well, mainly helping her. What's your orientation and do you think Crystal here is sexy? I ask the pair. Both are bi, which I was hoping would be the answer from Melanie, and both think my girlfriend is sexy. I'm not into guys at all so David being bi doesn't really do anything for me but it is interesting. Do you want to keeping dating each other? Crystal asks directly. David answers first again, interrupting Melanie to do so. I want to keep dating for another few weeks and see as she'd be worth investing into more. She seems nice enough and smart enough and acts appropriately. I don't have any other great prospects right now anyways so if nothing else she's fun to have around until I find something better. Melanie gives another awkward answer. Not really but I don't know how to say no to him. He knows a lot of people and he's friends with my boss. I get the feeling I'd have a really hard time at work if I broke up with him and he could make finding a new job in my field difficult. I'm just starting my career and a major setback now would be terrible. Crystal glares at the older guy. Do you know the work thing is part of why she's dating you? The older guy shrugs. Well yeah of course. How wouldn't I know that? I'll drop hints about being well connected frequently so she knows it. It's an effective way to stay in control. Crystal's mutters a curse as I stop time. You sir. I touch David's shoulder. We'll stop dating Melanie. You'll be polite and gracious about it and tell everyone she's great but that you two just weren't quite compatible. The split will be amicable. You won't try to hurt her in any way and you'll even help her career if possible. You'll also stop doing any kind of predatory sexual behavior and you won't tolerate other people's predatory behavior. I look at the late 40s guy next to the woman probably less than half his age and add, you'll only date age-appropriate people and will focus on their pleasure and sexual satisfaction at least as much as your own. That should be goodbye, I add. And by age-appropriate I mean don't date anyone more than 10 years younger than you. I go to Melanie and touch her mostly bare shoulder. Similar thing. You'll split with David amicably. You know he won't try to harm you and you'll accept his help if he offers it since you know there'll be no strings attached. You'll excel at your career and you'll only date who you really want to. You'll never feel pressured to date somebody you're not really interested in. 
Putting a hand on both of them I tell them to break up when I restart time and not to think any of this is unusual. Figuring that should take care of them I have an idea for a fun surprise for Crystal. In the frozen landscape people are easy to move around so I pick up Melanie and carry her about twenty feet away. I take the time to really look at her. She's a beautiful woman with a very flattering white and yellow sundress on. She's a little taller than average with lean, athletic legs accentuated by her heeled sandals. She has similarly lean hips with a slight narrowing of her waist leading up to a nice but modest bust, B or maybe C cups at most. It seems like she has the toned body of an athlete. That's not surprising considering this is a trendy area in Denver. She has a beautiful oval face, pretty brown eyes, and curly chestnut brown hair that falls to about her shoulder blades. The athletic look is finished with the golden tan skin of someone who's outside a lot. I caress and squeeze a breast as I tell her she should feel free to make out with Crystal right now if she wants to and not to worry about what other people might think. Also that she loves breasts, both playing with them and having hers played with. My arousal is building up again and I have to force myself to stop playing even more. Mostly. I give the bit of her exposed cleavage several kisses before picking her up. I get Melanie back in position where she was before rejoining Crystal and restarting time. After a brief moan from Melanie, her and David immediately tell each other they want to stop dating. It has to be the weirdest but nicest breakup I've ever seen. Short, polite, to the point, and with no hurt feelings. With that done she immediately turns to us. Hi, I'm Melanie. She introduces herself. You're Crystal, right? She asks. After my pale punky girlfriend nods, Melanie surprises her by grabbing her shoulders and pulling to bring them face to face. I guess she did want to make out with my girlfriend since she pulls the smaller woman close. My new girlfriend tenses up and quickly looks at me and my knowing smile. She relaxes with her understanding I must have done something and turns her face to look at the beautiful brunette. Melanie takes that as a good sign and kisses Crystal. Crystal starts kissing back and within moments they have arms wrapped around each other and are passionately making out. Crystal has her hands around Melanie's waist and back while the taller athletic woman slides her hands down Crystal's back. I can see them grabbing each other as their passion takes over. It's an incredibly erotic scene and after a short, while I notice the foot traffic around us on this warm summer evening has basically stopped to watch the pair in front of me. They are even right under a streetlight acting as a stage light. There's a wide mix of reactions. Revulsion on a couple of obvious bigots, awkwardness at the public display of affection from most, intense interest, and everything in between. David is on the staring and desire end of the spectrum. The very public display is definitely turning me on. It's even more of a thrill when when Crystal drops her hands down to grab Melanie's butt. She bunches up the sundress making it ride up and threatening to expose her panties. Melanie's response is to basically do the same except grabbing each globe of Crystal's rear in her tight shorts and pulling her closer. She practically lifts the smaller woman off her feet. From their increased passion and what their hands are doing it's only a matter of time before they start tipping over into indecent exposure, which I would be fine with if it wasn't for people who would likely complain and call security or the authorities. Not wanting them to get into trouble I stop time. Also, my succubus enhanced libido wants to play with them in this very public space. With them frozen I can get a better up-close view. Both of them have very firm grips on each other's rear. Melanie's sundress is almost pulled up to the bottom swell of her cheeks and Crystal is on tiptoes, either to reach Melanie better or because the taller athletic woman is pulling her up. Or likely a combination of both. I almost start playing but I pull out my phone first. Crystal would probably like some pictures of her and Melanie so I snap several quick series from different angles. 
I really should figure out how to show her things on the phone. Lilith said something about taking over other screens but I haven't tried it yet. That's for another time though. I turn the phone's camera on auto and prop it up before turning my full attention to the pair of women. First up, I want to get Melanie from almost showing off to definitely showing off. Sliding my hands down her legs and then back up under her dress I feel she has slim, barely their panties over her toned cheeks. It's kind of difficult feeling her with Crystal's hand in the way but with a little tugging I get the sundress pulled up to expose her sexy rear. My arousal and lust jumps significantly. I guess I don't have a handle on it after all. That or it's somehow unpredictable or follows some logic I don't know about. Whatever the reason I want to do a lot more than just strip her. Pulling her dress up more I see can clearly see her panties, yellow to match her sundress. They're sort of a standard shape but the thin flat seamless tight that hugs every curve. She has a very nice, very toned rear that you only get from years of dedicated exercise. I really want to see more of her now. Sadly I have to separate the two women but after some disentangling and groping of them both, I get Melanie standing alone. It's easy to unzip and remove her dress. I toss the garment on David before quickly stripping her down entirely, tossing the matching yellow bra and panties on the guy too. Now naked I see that Melanie is definitely athletic. She has nice muscle definition in her abs that match her lean limbs and taut rear. Add in her smaller breasts with their small brown nipples and areola, and she's a very sexy woman. She's also completely bare between her legs with darker lower lips that match her nipples. She was also hiding some serious tan lines under her dress from her two-piece workout clothes. Before I decide what to do to Melanie I strip Crystal as well, again using the time-frozen David as a middle-aged clothing rack. They're both beautiful and they're both slender but they are also very different. Crystal is very pale with punky slash gothy asymmetrically cut black hair. She's also petite, maybe five feet tall without her boots, with narrow shoulders and hips. That makes her full perky C-cup breasts look even bigger on her because of her small frame. Not wanting to mess with this later I run the half block to the ice cream store to grab a stack of napkins and some more food service gloves. Returning to the pair of naked women the first thing I do is strip down too, adding my clothes to the pile on David. With all the options available I feel somewhat silly for going with what is still one of my favorite things to do. Cupping Melanie's small breasts I start kissing and licking them. She has sexy little breasts that are fun to play with. What they might be lacking in firmness and heft they make up for in softness and malleability. I can basically suck her entire small breast into mouth and pull my head back, stretching her soft flesh until they pop off and shake back into place. Her small brown nipples are nice and firm though, which I love feeling as I massage the breast I'm not sucking on. Her breasts are also a noticeably lighter skin tone. Her tan lines indicate a two-piece outfit she must wear a lot. The shape reminds me of the kind of thing triathletes wear, which would explain how toned she is. Looking down the same tan lines show lighter skin contrasting with her brown nether lips. Running my hands down her toned body I grab her firm muscular but with one and slide my fingers between her already damp lips. Seems like kissing Crystal really turned her on. That's confirmed even more when I push a finger inside her. She's so what I add a second to her tight channel, fingering her as I lean down to suck on her breasts again. My increased libido and rapidly spiking arousal wants more though. I quickly rearrange Melanie like a life-sized action figure. She's bent over with her butt in the air, legs straight and slightly spread, and back arched. It's very lewd and sexy and reminiscent of classic pinups again. With her facing crystal I put one of Melanie's hands on my pale girlfriend's pussy, making sure to push a few fingers against her puffy little lips and inside her very wet pussy. 
The other hand I have reached around to firmly grab Crystal's butt again. I don't know if Crystal will feel this but I make sure to pull Melanie's hands firmly against the pale flesh. Lastly I gently push Melanie's beautiful face to Crystal's chest. Her mouth is still open and in the process of kissing when I stop time so place her open mouth over one of Crystal's bright pink nipples. As aroused as I am I can't resist massaging and playing with my girlfriend as I do this. When I readjust Melanie's face, it moves some just like other body parts do when I put hands on them with time stopped. I don't notice much except Melanie maybe sticks her tongue out more and maybe salivates a little. With her bent over like this I cup a soft little breast and let it hang, naturally forming a somewhat pointed cone off her chest. It's different than other women I've played with but just as sexy. The newness and variety actually seems to turn me on more. I grab my cock and press it against her breast and start jerking off. I repeatedly bump into her flesh and I basically swipe the tip up and down across her breast and firm little nipple. Caressing down her back to her tight but I grope in between her legs so I can play with her pussy too. Even though my fingers are just inside her opening I can feel her getting wetter and wetter as I play with her. I don't know if masturbating against her breast is helping that but I'm hoping it is. It's definitely helping me. Soon my legs are shaking slightly from the stimulation on the head of my cock and I'm about to orgasm. I don't want to make a mess so soon but her breast feels so good. Moaning and grunting I aim down at the last second and shoot my load on the ground. I kind of knew this anyways but it seems like Lilith upgraded me to shoot a lot more forcefully, sending my cum a lot farther than I ever used to. Farther than anything I've ever seen in porn even, and a big load too. This is where I know something's done to me are Lilith's doing and preferences. I like having orgasms but I don't really like the cleaning up part and I, for the most part, don't really get extra turned on by come on women. I know some people love it, and that's a strong kink, which is fine. It's just not mine. When my orgasm finishes I straighten up and know exactly what I want to do now. I reposition Melanie's hand from Crystal's rear up to the pale breast she's sucking, on. With her hand up there my girlfriend's breast shakes and jiggles beautifully under Melanie's lips. Taking position behind Melanie I guide my cock to her very wet pussy. As athletic as she is I'm hoping for a nice tight pussy and I'm not disappointed. Her opening in particular is extra tight, firmly gripping my cock as I push myself in. She stays that way, not really moving with time stopped. What I don't expect is how shallow she is. I get about two-thirds of my cock in her when I bump into the end of her channel. I've been told that some women like a lot of pressure up there but for some women it's really uncomfortable. I err on the side of pleasure and start thrusting with shorter strokes than I normally would have used. With as tight as she is though, and how her opening seems to pull at me no matter if I'm going in or out, this feels amazing. Again, she's a different kind of sexy. Grabbing her hips, with her tan lines as great guides, I start fucking her. I'm really glad for Lilith's gifts and upgrades to me because I can thrust perfectly deep every time. I also find myself unconsciously going exactly deep enough for my cock to brush against the end of her channel but not ram into it. I just go with it trusting that my succubus-given skills would perform for maximum pleasure. It's extremely pleasurable for me and not just feeling her tight pussy around my cock. Like I'd hoped, my fucking rocks Melanie slightly against Crystal. This causes her breast to tremble and shake in the taller woman's mouth. It's a very sexy sight that really turns me on. Gripping her hips tight I keep fucking Melanie until I feel myself getting close. I think about pulling out to make less of a mess but my arousal suddenly flares up and I need to feel the extra pleasure that coming inside her will bring. A few more strokes in her time frozen pussy and I start moaning. This time I stop thrusting with my cock barely touching the end of her channel. 
My throbbing shaft sends jet after jet of come inside her, and I'm glad I followed my succubus instincts. With as tight as she is anyways, and being frozen in time like a sex doll, her pussy basically seals everything in. I get the unique and very stimulating experience of feeling the pressure build up around my cock with every spurt. Once my leg stops shaking and my orgasm passes I realize I have a potentially sloppy problem to deal with. Not really knowing what else to do I pull out and step back quickly as a large gob of white comes out too. Luckily it doesn't hit me and when it touches the ground it freezes in place. Melanie's gaped open pussy is clearly visible with only a dribble of white on it. While that took a lot of the edge off my arousal I need more. I decide to switch the women so Crystal is bent over with her open mouth sucking on one of Melanie's breasts. After getting them in position I massage the small, soft breast until I get almost all of it in my girlfriend's mouth. I really hope the camera gets some part of this because she'd love it. Unsurprisingly Crystal's pussy is very wet from Melanie kissing her. Or more likely she's still wet from the ice cream shop and garage before that. I sigh happily as I push my cock back in her pussy. Despite being shorter and more petite than the authentic brunette she can take my entire length. Everyone is a little different and I get a huge thrill out of experiencing that. I grab her hips so I can start fucking her hard and deep. Unlike Melanie, she doesn't have any tan lines. Just smooth, pale skin, the kind that simply burns instead of tanning. Looking up at Melanie's chest, even her lighter tan lines are definitely darker than Crystal. Since I know she can take it, and she loved it earlier, I start ramming my cock and Crystal using long, deep strokes. With time frozen, the only sounds I hear are my breathing and grunting the wet sounds of my cock pistoning in and out, and the slap of my hips against her backside. The shockwaves make her sexy little bubble but bounce under my hands and her face press against Melanie's small chest. I wish Crystal could be aware right now because I'm sure she would love to get fucked while pressed against the hot brunette who was just kissing her. I'm certainly loving it. Being in public like this on the sidewalk is an extra thrill. As I keep fucking Crystal I look around at the dozen or so people I can see on both sides of the street. Quite a few are looking this direction because they were staring at the pair kissing. I bet a lot of them would love to see them in their current situation, nude, sucking on each other, and getting fucked. Wanting to feel her breasts more and slide my hands up under her petite body and grab her breasts. They magically start moving when hands touch them, her firm breasts shaking under my touch. Hunching over is a little awkward but well worth it to feel her wonderful breasts. Feeling her flesh shake and her nipples rub against my palms is the added stimulation I need to push me over the edge. I keep fucking her hard and deep as I start unloading inside my new girlfriend's pussy. She feels amazing. Again. I really hope she always feels this amazing and I'm pretty sure that with Lilith's gifts to both of us, she will. As my orgasm crests I slow down until I'm slowly sliding in and out of her fantastic channel. Removing myself I see we're both a little messier than Melanie was but that's just fine. Speaking of Melanie and what I started out doing with her, I want to do that with Crystal. Grabbing a couple of napkins I wipe off my cock before grabbing it. Standing beside Crystal I grab her breast with my other hand and start jerking off to her. I press the head of my cock on her smooth hanging flesh and love the feeling of her firm jiggle against me. Standing next to the pair of beauties, all of us nude, I jerk off to Crystal's breast and both of their sexy bodies. I'm basically slapping my cock back and forth against her pale breast and thick pink nipple. It takes me a few minutes of fun and pleasure before I feel myself about to blow. Again I aim down at the last second and have another porn-worthy load of cum shoot onto the sidewalk. Breathing heavily I can tell that release lowered my arousal down to manageable levels again. I could certainly have more fun but I don't need to. Yet.
although looking around there are plenty of sexy women to play with. Pushing that thought down I get the disposable gloves on and start wiping down both women. Luckily either one is very messy, and it takes hardly any time. Each of their breasts that were, sucked on, by the other when I was fucking them was noticeably wet with quite a bit of saliva that's easy to wipe up. Then I make sure I'm all clean too before quickly wiping up most of my cum that hit the sidewalk. Once that's all done the gloves and dirty napkins all go in the nearby trash can. I get my clothes on first so that any precum I have doesn't get their garments dirty. Then it's the fun of dressing them. They're basically life-size dolls or action figures at this point. With a fair bit of groping and fondling I get them back in order. The only thing to decide now is if I put them back exactly how they were or change it some. With a grin I know exactly how I'm going to rearrange them. I put them back together kissing each other but with their hands in slightly different places. I make sure each is palming the other's breast that their mouths were on. Then Melanie's hand goes firmly on Crystal's but while Crystal's hand goes under Melanie's sundress to feel her skin and thin panties. I tell Melanie not to notice the different position just in case. Also to think positively about the orgasm I'm sure she's about to have. Then a quick shout to everybody on the block that the pair's likely orgasms and anything they do when time starts is not a problem is the last thing I do before restarting time. Both women moan and scream with sudden powerful orgasms. Their hands both tighten on each other significantly. I see Melanie grab Crystal through her tank top with a very firm grip. She also shows her athletic strength by pulling the smaller pale woman to her, literally picking Crystal an inch or so off the ground with her one arm, hand firmly anchored on her butt. Both women are shaking and hold on to each other for half a minute while the world moves on around them. Some people stop and stare intently, obviously aroused. Some people mutter things and keep walking. Most people awkwardly try not to look, or at least not be too obvious about it. I have to stop time and shout the same generic instruction when a scandalized-looking person exits a shop, but that's it. Eventually they start to recover and a slightly embarrassed-looking Melanie sets a very excited and happy crystal down, removing her hands from butt and breast. Crystal follows suit, pulling her hand out from under Melanie's sundress somewhat reluctantly. My pale girlfriend rubs her own chest and butt. You have a strong grip. I might have a few bruises from you. Melanie looks a little more embarrassed. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to. Oh, I'm not complaining. Crystal says with a cheeky attitude. It'll make me think of you later when I'm naked. She makes Melanie blush a little more but with a smile. I think Crystal is emboldened by knowing they had orgasms primarily because of me playing with them while Melanie probably thinks it's somehow because of the two women making out and groping each other. That and she just has a big personality anyways. Melanie seems flustered so I stop time again and give her the usual end spiel before restarting time. She's still flustered and blushes and smiles some more as Crystal makes a few more sexual comments while we exchange contact info. My phone was magically back in my pocket, and Melanie's contact magically has a nice picture of her face as well as great pictures of her bare chest. I see David is still here so I ask him what he's hanging around for. Well, I wanted to make sure Melanie got home okay. He explains. We're not dating anymore but I'm still the reason she came out here. He turns to Melanie. Do you want me to call you ride? You could also stay at the hotel and I could go home. That's actually kind of nice of him, but the last part confuses me a bit. Hotel? I ask. Why stay at a hotel? Oh, that's always where we used to stay. Melanie explains. I've never actually been to David's house. She turns to David. Thank you for the offer, but I think I'd rather just go home and be alone tonight to think and clear my head. I can get my own ride. It's what I would have done in the morning anyways. 
she looks down the block. I might get myself a small ice cream first, though. She gives Crystal a quick kiss, which turns into a longer kiss and some light caressing. Without prompting, Melanie also exchanges info with Crystal before saying goodbye, which is very interesting. We all watch as she walks off in the warm late evening air towards the ice cream parlor we just had fun in. Crystal sighs wistfully at the sexy brunette. It would be fun to play with her more, but it really seems like she needs some time to process things. She sighs again before turning to David. Hey, so what exactly do you do for work? And how loaded are you that your date includes a hotel in Cherry Creek? I'm an associate partner at an investment firm and my salary is just over 300 a year before bonuses. I also have various assets worth around 5 million, less if I had to liquidate them. That doesn't include my house or condo in Silverthorn. Holy shit! Crystal and I both say at the same time. So you're who to talk to about turning some money into a lot of money, right? I ask. Yes, but there's typically a minimum investment required of at least $50,000. He says calmly. We're in completely different worlds where the minimum to invest is about double what I take home in a year. So it wouldn't be any problem for you to let us stay at the hotel? Crystal asks as she leans against me. No, not really. I'd just go home and write off the hotel expense. I'd probably have to spend almost a week's worth of pay for one night at a hotel in Cherry Creek. My brain boggles at that kind of cost being what seeks like a minor inconvenience at worst. Crystal nudges me a few times to get her point across. She's a lot faster at figuring things out than I am for a lot of things. When I finally get it I grin and nod at her, stopping time again. David, you're going to let us stay in the hotel instead of you. You'll pay for everything there for us. I pause before adding most of my usual ending except with him helping me, and Crystal, with anything we need financially instead of the sexual bit. If I figure out how to get a lot of money with the stopwatch, having somebody who knows how to make it multiply legally would be useful. Restarting time Crystal goes from nudging me to giving me a thumbs up as I swap contact info with David. He then calls the nearby hotel to switch the reservation to us but with him still paying the bill. The whole time Crystal is leaning on me and tracing her hands over my body. Once that's all confirmed he says goodbye, tells us to order room service and charge whatever we want to the room before saying goodbye and also walking off. I guess we should figure out how to get to that hotel now, wherever it is. I say looking at my phone. I know it's around here somewhere. What? You don't need to do that. Follow me, Crystal says with excitement as she grabs my arm and starts pulling me down the block. It would have been nice if that Melanie chick came with us but she needs a night to herself. Do you really not know that hotel he called? Oh, I'm so turned on right now. Let's go. Yeah, she could use some time alone. Um, I know it's newish and around here somewhere. But I don't really get out here normally. It's too expensive. I shrug as Crystal Power walks us to the end of the block, turning down the side street towards the mall. I'm slightly distracted by some attractive women we pass by. So being fucked like that turned you in? Yeah, that makes sense. She says. I mainly know about it because of my dumpster diving around here. And yes, that really, really, really turned me on. I've never had such a strong orgasm in public. If I didn't know it'd be a pain to keep stopping time, I'd jump you right here. Ooh, imagine me riding you on a park bench or the hood of a car. Hmm. She clearly likes the idea of public sex. I nod as we keep walking but something filters through. Wait, have you had other orgasms in public? Crystal grabs my arm tighter and looking down she actually blushes a little. Yeah, and X really liked public stuff too and we tease and finger each other a bit in secluded parks and stuff. 
Nothing really public because we didn't want to get into trouble but I always wanted to. Nodding I looked down at my petite new girlfriend. I really like public stuff too. Haven't really done much though until yesterday. Today. Whatever. But I like it. Stopping time for a moment I grope and fondle her breasts and rub the front of her shorts. When I restart time she stumbles slightly and moans in need. I really like it. Tease. She playfully slaps my arm. Mmm, I can't wait to have more fun with you. We've walked halfway down this block with the Cherry Creek Mall coming into view across the major road. A warm Saturday evening in summer means lots of cars driving back and forth, adding their own lights to all the street lights. She stops, pointing across the side street we're on. I'd say you should play with me more but that's the hotel. What? Really? She nods and keeps going, pulling me towards the place. It's a newly redone, very fancy hotel literally across the street from the mall and surrounded by the upscale shopping district we're in. Come on, let's go check in. I can't wait to see what the room is like. She giggles a little. Also, places like this always have sexy people in them. We can probably get some great room service. Dinner and a show delivered to our doorstep. I follow her to the trendy front entrance, not really knowing what to expect but knowing it'll probably be fun. Chapter 9 We're both kind of giddy as we enter the upscale hotel. I'm feeling a bit awkward about being here but Crystal seems fine. I don't know if my punky-slash-gothy new girlfriend is more used to these places or if she has more confidence. Probably both. There's a lot to look at in here. The place is modern and classy but kind of quirky in a way that says wealth. It's fun but I feel sort of out of place. I glance in a large artfully placed mirror in the front lobby to see how we look in here. I'm about six foot tall and moderately good looking with my thick brown hair and hazel green eyes. I don't go to the gym but I try to stay in shape and my job is physically demanding. My lean frame represents that. I've been told I'm handsome by girlfriends and I believe them, even if I don't exactly see it. My skin is also on the pale side, more prone to burning than tanning. That's nothing compared to Crystal, though. She's very pale with light blue eyes and neck-length asymmetrically cut straight black hair. I'm not that big, but she almost seems half my size at barely five feet tall with a lean athletic body on a naturally slender frame. Her breasts, firm C-cups, look a lot bigger on her because of her petite size. I knew she was a good person and good-looking anyways, but after this evening I more fully appreciate how beautiful she is. And not just her slender elfin face and sexy body. She's a genuinely nice person, and seeing that shine through makes her all the more attractive to me. We hold on to each other like the new lovers that we are as we approach the check-in counter. How can I help you? The fairly good-looking guy asks us with a dazzling smile. He clearly has tons of charisma. We're, um, here to check in. I answer somewhat awkwardly. The clerk definitely notices our lack of luggage and clothes that are different than the norm in here. While I have new, fairly nice clothes that fit in. My old shoes definitely do not. Crystal is in her black tank top and small black shorts with combat boots. The ripped fishnets she had on earlier got ripped even more and had to get tossed. She's also holding my hand and has been leaning against me since we stopped. Like a professional, he ignores all of that. Do you have a reservation? Um, yes. Somebody else made it for us. I give the clerk David's name. Ah, yes. He just called a few minutes ago about this. You have a suite reserved. I nod as he starts typing on his computer. I have no idea what the difference is between a room and a suite. Bigger probably? Can I have your ID to confirm things? 
I open my well-used old wallet and hand him my driver's license. Thank you, he says as Crystal's hand slides down my body. Just one moment. If he notices Crystal putting her hand in my pocket, he doesn't say anything. Take your time, Crystal says politely while looking up at me. I jump slightly as my horny girlfriend grabs my cock with an impish grin. The clerk pauses briefly before returning to typing. My girlfriend keeps her blue eyes on me as she starts rhythmically squeezing me. I think she's trying to pay me back, or get me back, for playing with her in public. That or she's egging me on to do something else to her in public. Or both. That seems the most likely option. Do you have a car? The clerk asks politely looking down at us. There's no way he hasn't noticed what Crystal is doing. Yes, I do. Crystal answers. It's in the garage across the street. Is that okay? The clerk nods. Yes, I'll just need the license plate, make, and model. He slides a form across the counter. Can you take care of that? Crystal asks, stopping her teasing. I uh, always write it down wrong. That would probably be her undiagnosed minor dyslexia. You'd think that would be easier than her getting her ADHD diagnosis. Sure, happy to. I grab the pen and paper and look at her. She rattles off the info quickly for the junk heap she somehow keeps running. For the color she insists I put down rainbow slash multi since every door is a different color and none of them match the body. Great, thank you. The clerk says as I slide the paper back to him. He pauses again when I jump slightly. Someone decided to start squeezing her small hand again. He carries on without a hitch. The restaurant is closed for the night but it opens at 8 in the morning for weekend brunch, served until 3. We don't have a pool but we do have a fitness center open 24-7. It's busiest early morning but typically empty after midnight. That's kind of odd to me but maybe he's just on autopilot with the usual customer service speech. He continues with a slight glance down at the slim hand moving in my pocket. We have a nice enclosed courtyard down here with access to the street. Just use your keycard to open the fence. We also have a rooftop terrace with a fairly nice view and comfortable lounge chairs and couches. Um, thanks? I say somewhat confused. Crystal rolls her eyes and bonks her head against my arm before looking at the clerk. Thank you for the excellent recommendations. They're very informative. This one, she points at me with her free hand, can be a bit thick sometimes. And inexperienced. I almost can't believe she said that. The clerk turns on his dazzling smile again. You're welcome. I hope you thoroughly enjoy your stay. His eyes flick to the side to make sure his closest fellow employee is far enough away. And sometimes men being a bit thick can be a nice thing. He subtly winks. I suddenly realize he was basically telling us public places where we could fool around. Oh. Crystal giggles and squeezes me harder, making me jump more, making her giggle wickedly. To his credit the clerk manages to keep a straight face. Here are the key cards to your suite. He slides over a pair of small envelopes with the room number written on them. If you need anything else or other, local recommendations just call me here at the front desk. Thanks, Crystal says happily, pulling her hand out of my pocket to grab one of the keys. I grab the other, and we turn to leave. After a few steps Crystal nudges me in the side and whispers, Hey, can you do something to help him? I nod and use Lilith's magical stopwatch to stop time. I'm not sure what to do for the helpful clerk. While I think I absentmindedly caress the tops of Crystal's exposed pale cleavage. When my fingers start slipping under her top I have to force myself to stop before I get too carried away. Walking back to the clerk I think I might know how to help him. I put my hand on his shoulder. You'll be professional and helpful at work 
excelling and succeeding in your career. You'll also help people have sexy fun whenever you can without you or them getting in trouble. That should help him professionally. You'll also be a great lover and sex partner. You'll learn how best to pleasure others and you'll enjoy that at least as much as you enjoy receiving pleasure. That should help his sex life but I don't want him to possibly be a terrible person. You'll be a compassionate and caring person and not bigoted at all. You'll treat others with respect. Figuring that should be good I rejoined Crystal. After her deliberately playing with me in front of people I figure I should return the favor. It seems like she wants that anyways and it'll be lots of fun for me. Grinning at my sexy pale girlfriend I run my hands over her body, caressing every square inch of her that's not covered. I make sure not to grope her pussy though. Or her breasts anymore. I get a thrill out of teasing her like this. And I like touching her smooth skin and beautiful body. I rejoin her, getting back in her frozen embrace before restarting time. She moans and stumbles, dropping her key card as she grabs me to steady herself. Whoa, fuck! She breathes out, trembling slightly. That is fucking amazing and fucking annoying. She glares at me, but with a half-smile. You did that on purpose. Touching me some but not nearly enough. Ooh, so frustrating. She stomps a booted foot. The lobby is mostly empty except for the pair of clerks and a middle-aged couple walking to the elevator. A trio of people about our age, I'm twenty-five and Crystal is about the same, and dressed to go out exit the elevator when the doors open. Do you want more? I ask her. She looks around the swanky lobby and nods eagerly so I stop time again. Before I start I pull out my magical phone, also a gift from the succubus calling herself Lilith, and hit the auto record button before propping it up on the floor. This time I don't try to stop myself as I run my hands over her sexy light body. With a quick movement I push her tank top and bra straps off her slim shoulders and down her arms until her beautiful pale breasts are revealed. She has larger than average nipples centered on her areola both of them a sexy vibrant pink. Leaning down I kiss and lick and suck on each breast in turn, loving how her firm flesh and silky smooth skin feels. I like all parts of women but I've always really loved boobs of all kinds. As I suck on them I drop my hands down to her shorts, first grabbing her sexy rounded but before moving my hands around front. I pull the zipper and tug her shorts down an inch or two. It's enough to barely fit my hand under her panties. I try to finger her but the angle is really awkward so I give each breast another lingering kiss before going around behind her frozen form. It's much easier to get into her shorts from this position and in a few seconds I have a pair of fingers inside her very wet pussy. She's definitely aroused. My other hand reaches around to a bare breast and starts massaging and kneading it while pulling her body against me. I even lean down to kiss and nibble on her slender pale neck partially for my enjoyment and partially because I'm sure she'll like it. I keep playing with her long past when I think she would orgasm because it's incredibly sexy, and then arousing for me as well. I mainly stop when I think I'm close to losing control and fucking her right here in the lobby. That would be fun but it's not what I want to do right now. Maybe later. Breathing heavily I force myself to step away from her. It's incredibly tempting to do more but I catch my breath and slowly get her clothes back in order. She wanted more so that's what I gave her. I have an idea to give her a little something else. I know she gets really turned on by public stuff. She was also very excited about the supernatural aspect of things and that seems to turn her on too. I want to try telling her to do something while time is stopped. Earlier in the back of the ice cream shop she said I could do nearly whatever I wanted to her and I really hope she likes this. I think I'll start with something less wild though, all things considered. First I tell everybody in here that anything sexual Crystal does is acceptable 
and they should feel free to watch her if they want to. I announced that loudly, practically yelling it, just in case there's somebody nearby I don't see. That takes care of everybody else. A previous time with the stopwatch I told Crystal she would hear and understand what I told everybody else but she didn't have to follow my directions unless I specifically address her. Groping one of Crystal's breasts, I was going to touch her shoulder but my hand automatically redirected itself. I talked directly to her now. Crystal, when time starts again and you orgasm, don't try to hide it. That should be fun. I give her breast a good squeeze and add a little something extra. After you finish your orgasm pick up the key card. When you do bend over at the waist with your butt aimed at the clerk. Make a sexy show of it. You won't realize you're doing it until you actually pick up the key card. Giving her breast another fun little shake I let go of her and get back to approximately where I was. I'm in position to support her if I need to before I restart time. Oh fuck. Holy fucking fuck fuck fuck. I'm quoting. Crystal says loudly, her voice rising in pitch until her loud moans echo throughout the lobby. She's not exactly a screamer though, instead it's more like extended loud moans of pleasure. She grabs onto me tightly to keep from falling and I gladly support her. Everybody is staring at her, which she starts to notice after her orgasm crests. That seems to send her right back up, knowing that she's orgasming in a very public place with an attentive audience. She starts shaking again and her moans briefly increase. When she goes from gasping for air to just breathing heavily she finally finds her words again. Holy fuck that was amazing. That's one of the most intense orgasms I've ever had and I don't think you even had your dick in me. She glances at me with raised eyebrows. Nope. At least not this time. I answer as she steadies herself. I watch with fascination and growing arousal as she spreads her legs to shoulder width and arches her back some. She slowly bends over while slowly swaying in place to give the clerk the best view of her slender legs and sexy rounded but in her tight black denim shorts. She even turns her upper body slightly to show him, and everybody else, her perky C-cup breasts. She's basically doing an exaggerated pin-up pose. She slowly stretches her hand out to pick up the key card and as soon as her fingers touch the small paper envelope she gasps. She stands up quickly with another little moan and grabs onto me. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I didn't think that would turn me on so much. I mean I did but I didn't. Not like that and not that much. Mmm, that was, was. It's kind of funny and unusual for her to be flustered like this. I lean down and give her a quick peck on the lips, which seems to refocus her. She grabs my head and pulls me down firmly to give me a passionate kiss before hugging me tight. Despite her obvious arousal she's also trembling. I know I told you that you could do things to me and what you just did was amazing. A part of me, um, sort of freaked out though. It's because of stupid stuff in my past I can talk about later. She hugs me tighter, almost painfully, and I wrap my arms around her. Can you? She buries her face against my chest. Maybe use the stopwatch to have me not freak out. I don't want to, not anymore. Not with you. I just want to have fun. Are you sure? I don't know what's in her past that would trigger this kind of reaction, and I hope she can open up and talk about it someday. I don't want to change you but I will definitely try to help if I can. I give her a gentle squeeze. What can I tell you that would help? I don't want to screw it up. She laughs and sniffles some. I knew you were a decent human. You have a chick telling you to use your bullshit magical sex powers on her and your first thought is how you can help. She looks up at me with her piercing blue eyes. Can you tell me that, that? She thinks about it before continuing. That my system won't have a triggered automatic fear or panic response when you do anything with me that I'd otherwise enjoy. 
She's looking less aroused and more stressed out, and her hands are less holding me tight and more desperately clinging to me. Just, just use those exact words, please. I freeze time and look at the woman who started out as a co-worker, turned into a friend, and is now my girlfriend and enthusiastic sexcapade confidant with the magical succubus stopwatch. She's even been magically enhanced in a similar way to how Lilith enhanced and upgraded my body. I have a much stronger reaction to help her and be there for her than expected. More and more I realize how much I like her and care about her. I think we might have had something anyways but after Lilith fixed and upgraded Crystal's body it feels like we have an even deeper connection. I gently kiss her forehead and repeat her exact words back to her. Crystal, your system won't have a triggered automatic fear or panic response when I do anything with you that you'd otherwise enjoy. I pause before adding. I'll be here for you whenever you feel comfortable talking about things. Take your time though. There's no rush and no pressure. I gently kiss her forehead again and restart time. It takes a few seconds but she slowly relaxes in my arms. Thank you. For that second part too. It um kind of takes a load off me as well, not having that pressure there. Wow. I. I really don't have that pressure. Wacky. Weird. Kinda scary how powerful that succubus magic is. See, I knew you were a good person. She gives me a lingering, sensual kiss. Oh wow, without all that hanging over me I'm even hornier now. She breathes as her hands grab my butt. I promise I'll talk about serious stuff later but right now I want to play. Can you have me do something again? I want to feel it without the stupid stuff getting in the way. I stop time and think about what to have her do and predictably I focus on her breasts. Crystal, you'll flash your breasts to the clerk and everyone else in the lobby. The middle-aged couple and the mixed-gender group heading out all stayed to see what was going on. You won't realize you're flashing them until your nipples have been exposed for five seconds. I figure this should be a good test. I try not to grin when I restart time. So, what do you want to do? I ask her as she lets go of me and grabs the bottom of her tank top. I don't know. Maybe bending over again? She pulls her top up and grabs the bottom of her bra too. Maybe flash my panties? She pulls her clothes up to reveal her beautiful pale breasts and bright pink nipples. Maybe even mooning or something? She hops in place to make her breasts bounce before cupping her hands under them to display them better. Maybe something. Oh fuck. She exclaims and grabs her breasts firmly with another loud moan. She looks around wildly at everybody staring at her before turning on me. This is fucking amazing. Ugh, I'm so turned on right now. She squeezes a breast and grabs my hard cock through my shorts. Let's go to the room right now. Once we start fucking I don't want you to have to stop. Sounds great to me. I'm not about to turn down the prospect of what's almost certainly going to be very intense sex. I'll just have to fuck you down here later. I say, mainly teasing her as she roughly pulls her top back down. I'll hold you to the promise. She says as she grabs my hand and pulls me towards the elevators. There's some slight awkwardness from the others there but since I told everybody anything sexual Crystal does is acceptable nobody says anything about it. The trio about to go dancing starts walking off while the middle-aged couple just stares at her. I'm tempted to stop time again and do something else but the elevator doors open. Crystal basically drags me inside while talking to the middle-aged couple. Sorry. I really need to get naked with this guy. Only come in here if you're okay seeing sexy stuff. The pair looks at each other and quickly joins us. Crystal hits the button for the top floor while they are somewhere in the middle. My girlfriend immediately yanks her top up again and backs into me. She grabs my hands and places one a bare breast and the other at the front of her shorts. 
Oh my! The older woman says while staring at Crystal. That brings me back. I haven't seen breasts in person like this since my college days. The guy, presumably her husband, stares quickly back and forth between his wife and a moaning Crystal. What? She's staring at Crystal. Oh, you knew I fooled around in college. What do you think happens in all women dorms? MMM, she reminds me of the girl across the hall from me. It's like she's trying to etch the image of Crystal on her memory as the doors open for their floor. This time I used the stopwatch almost without thinking about it. You two should talk to each other about everything you like sexually. Really listen and understand and figure out ways to indulge each other and yourselves. Safely. With consent. And without judgment. Go have fun. I unzipped Crystal's shorts again and fingered her while I talked to them. My arousal is definitely rising again. Yanking her shorts down I expose her smooth pink pussy for the couple to see. And remember how sexy Crystal is right now. When I restart time the petite woman in my arms moans and shudders with what feels like a minor orgasm. MMM I've missed seeing women moan like that. The woman says with a rapt expression, her eyes roaming all over Crystal's exposed body. We should talk about things. She says to her husband, who nods and exits the elevator with her. She's staring at Crystal while her husband is looking between the exposed beauty in my arms and his wife. Oh fuck this is so hot. Crystal moans as the doors close. She reaches behind her to unzip my shorts and shove her small hand inside to grab my cock. The rest of the short ride involves us playing with each other in the small elevator. When the elevator doors open we stumble out, either of us really wanting to stop feeling the other. She's increasingly horny and my succubus-influenced arousal is shooting up. Luckily our room isn't very far. After a bit of fumbling with the keycard we make it inside. Crystal locks the door and I get a brief view of what looks like a small apartment before she pulls me towards the bedroom and almost frantically tries to take off my shirt. Fuck me Ben. I've never been so turned on in my life. No more teasing. I need you to. I stop time right next to the huge king-sized bed. Her extreme desire is somewhat odd and concerning but then it hits me. I bet Lilith did something to her to crank up her arousal just like mine. I'm sure that's what it is. I have an unshakable feeling it's right. I turn my full attention to the slim pale woman frozen in front of me. Working quickly I strip both of us until we're both completely nude, tossing clothes aside carelessly. I always knew she was good looking but seeing her again like this she really is beautiful. I restart time. Fuck me. She notices we don't have any clothes on. That is so fucking hot and sexy. She presses herself against me to kiss me passionately before she twists her body. With surprising strength she throws me on the bed and I follow her lead. She rolls us over until she's on top of me. Sitting up she reaches down to my cock to guide it to her sexy pussy. She has smooth, slightly puffy little lips that are flushed open and glistening with arousal. Wasting no time she lowers herself on me, stretching her pussy to accommodate me. I'm not huge but I'm definitely larger than average. We both stare as she sinks down with a long happy moan until her full weight is resting on my hips. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted, she says before she lifts herself off until I'm barely in her before slamming back down on me. She leans forward so I can grab her breasts, which I'm eager to feel again. Once I do she leans against me even more, using that position to fuck even more forcefully. She slams down on me with wild abandon. I'm loving everything about this. Her weight on me, her tight pussy on my cock, her fantastic breasts jiggling in my hands, and watching her sexy body move on top of me. Also that it's crystal. 
Somehow we have a deeper connection than I thought possible. Adding to everything is that it's clear from the expression on her beautiful face she's loving things just as much as I am. We last for at least a few minutes of constant hard fucking before we both orgasm at about the same time. She moans loudly and drops her full weight on me again, grinding her hips against mine as I fill her with my cum. As we both shudder through our orgasms I pull her down where we lock lips, kissing with fervent passion as our orgasms continue. After some time, I don't know if it's moments or minutes, we finally stop. My body goes limp and Crystal collapses on top of me with her head resting on my chest. We're both breathing hard and I caress her bare skin, enjoying her comforting weight on top of me. Wow, she says without picking up her head. That was a hell of a thing. She tilts her head to look at me. I've never been so aroused or needed sex like that before. You said something like that happens to you? I nod. Wow. Must be some crazy succubus thing. I'm glad I'm with you for that, otherwise I'd be fucked. And not in the good way. Yeah, it can get pretty intense. I tell her as I can feel my own arousal still pretty high. And I have Lilith's stopwatch so I can, um, do a lot when I'm super aroused. I briefly tell her about the group sex in the restaurant bathroom. But yeah, that'd be so much fun. Definitely include me in something like that sometime. She wiggles her hips and gasps slightly. Holy fuck, you're still hard. Of course you are. I bet you're ready for more, aren't you? I nod and push my hips up, getting another moan from her. Ooh, yeah? I guess I'm ready for more, too. At least I'm ready to get fucked. I'm not sure I could ride you again right now. That's fine. I grin at her, wrapping her in my arms and rolling us over so I'm on top of her slim body. I'm pretty much fully recovered and ready for more. I've found that my body recovers rapidly, and not just from orgasms. Oh, fuck yeah. This is awesome. Fuck me, Ben. She grabs her breasts firmly with a long moan. As much as you want. As long as you want. I want more. Lots and lots and lots more. Grinning I sit up straight and grab her hips. Looking down at the erotic sight of Crystal holding her own firm breasts I start pistoning in her tight pussy, watching her breasts and body shake. Hearing her words, knowing she really means them, feeling her body, and watching her move cranks my arousal almost as high as when Lilith showed up. I fuck a very happy Crystal until we both orgasm again. I don't know who came first but one of us set the other off. Soon as I recover, which doesn't take long, I flip her over and pull her up to her knees. Slamming back and I start fucking her doggy style to our mutual desire and pleasure. With her enhanced body I know she can take whatever I give her and still want more. My upgrades seem to include a ton more stamina because I keep fucking her in many different positions until we're both sweaty, sloppy messes. I have no idea how long we were at it. Finally sated, for the most part, I remove my cock from my exhausted pale girlfriend. She gives a little moaning whine and weakly waves a hand at me, almost like she's asking for more. Grinning I smile down at her and think a shower is in order. I pick her up easier than I thought I would be able to. She's small, but not that small. It wouldn't surprise me if Lilith made me stronger to go with the supernatural stamina. It would make me better at sex. Crystal curls up and snuggles against me as I carry her to the bathroom. It's the first time I've ever been in a luxury anything and I might normally scoff at things like this ridiculous bathroom. I'm pretty sure it's bigger than my bedroom in my shared apartment. While overly large for one person, the big walk-in shower is exactly what we need right now. I get the hot water going and step under the falling water, making sure it doesn't get on Crystal's face. She sighs contentedly as the water rushes over us. 
I turn us around to get us clean and see this shower even has a built-in bench. I almost set her down on it but aimed some hot water at it first. I don't think she'd appreciate cold tile against her bare skin. Setting her down she leans back with a dreamy smile, keeping a hand on my leg. It seems like she doesn't want to let go of me. I quickly rinse myself off before grabbing the handheld shower wand, another thing I've never had, and use it to carefully rinse off my petite girlfriend. I'm probably overly cautious about not getting water in her face but I've never done this before. She perks up as I continue to rinse the sweat and come from her body. M-m-m, you're so good to me, she says happily as she starts to caress my leg. She twitches slightly when I get to her breasts, and then even more when I wash off her pussy. I was going to just rinse her off but her other hand grabs mine when I move the shower wand away. Mmm, no. Leave it here. She pulls the shower spray back to her little pussy. Didn't you have enough? I ask, teasing her. She opens her eyes and smiles up at me. Never! She says with a defiance that's spoiled by her long moan and full body shudder and twitching. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe that's enough for now. She giggles as she pushes the handheld shower head away. Check back in a couple minutes. I shake my head and chuckle with her. I can't really throw stones since my cock is still hard and probably ready for more. Weirdly, I don't feel tired. I should be exhausted after the marathon sex but I actually feel kind of refreshed. Crystal must be feeling similarly because she stands up with legs that are shaky at first but she rapidly steadies herself. Okay, what the fuck is going on? She asks the shower. After all of that I probably shouldn't be able to sit up, much less walk right now. She looks at me. This is more magic succubus body changing enhancement stuff, isn't it? I think so. Maybe? I say hesitantly. She looks at me and comically points at my hard cock bumping into her. Probably? Okay, almost certainly. I have to agree with her. I, uh, haven't experienced this exact thing yet. I'm quickly feeling better, like I'm magically getting well rested in minutes. It's really weird. I grab the body wash and open the small bottle, pouring some in my hands. Crystal seems to be recovering as well, but definitely slower than I am. She sighs and starts humming a tune I can't place as I soap up her slim body. I can tell she's still a little out of it because she basically stays passive and lets me wash her. I kind of expected more of a reaction from her. Maybe washing me back or a funny-slash-snarky comment. When I rub her breasts and nether regions she moans a little but mainly just stands there smiling and humming. And making sure to keep a hand on me at all times. Still all sudsy she slowly leans against me and hugs me tight. Almost painfully tight. She mumbles something, realizes I can't understand her and speaks more clearly but in a soft voice. Thank you, Ben. I know you don't realize how big a deal this is, but this is the first time I've been in a shower with another person in almost a decade. She sighs happily. It's wonderful. Wrapping my arms around her I hug my petite pale girlfriend in a gentle snug embrace. More of what you don't want to talk about yet. I ask and get a small nod. Okay, then we won't talk about that until you're ready. Whenever that is. There's only a few reasons I know why somebody wouldn't shower with anybody else, and they're all from terrible things happening to somebody. Thank you. For this. For down in the lobby. For telling me about the succubus stopwatch thing. For wanting me in your life. For. I cut her off by tenderly kissing her. I should thank you too. You were good to me and wanted to be with me even before all the succubus stuff. And now you're encouraging and helping me with it as a partner. You're kind of awesome. I kiss her again and hold her lithe body against me. 
Her blue eyes start to tear up, but she gives her head a little shake. Ah, yes, we're both good for each other. Can we stop being all mushy now? I'm... I'm not used to it, and it's... Uncomfortable? Awkward? I ask. Because I know all about that. I'm not used to or good at taking compliments, either. She giggles a little. You're really not good at that. I'm better in some ways and way worse in others. She lowers her hands to my naked rear and grabs my butt. I like it, I really do, but can we stop with the mushy stuff for now? She brings a hand between us and grabs my cock. I'd rather talk about harder things right now. That's more of what I expected from her. Sure. I say as I bring a hand up to grab one of her perky breasts. I'm guessing you're feeling more refreshed? Yeah, it's really weird. She says as she grabs the body wash and starts soaping me up. After all that sex I should be so sore I'd have a hard time standing and I should be passed out exhausted. Hell, my boob at least should be bruised a little from that Melanie babe grabbing it but there's nothing. No marks at all. She actually seems slightly disappointed at not having marks of some sort. She leans back to show me her unblemished beautiful breast. Yeah, Lilith definitely did something to us. I agree. I'm already feeling like I got some sleep. Not quite a full night but definitely enough to go have more fun. I'm more like maybe a long nap. Still tired but I'm excited and can push through. She says. Okay, sit down and I'll wash your hair. She pushes me towards the bench. I take a seat and start caressing her body as she lathers up my head. I leave one hand on her perky breast to feel it jiggle and move while my other hand roams. She giggles a bit and shakes her chest for me. Once she's used shampoo and conditioner on me, with lots of groping by me, we switch positions. I've never washed anyone's hair before but it's a different kind of nice way to touch Crystal. She returns the favor by groping and caressing me the whole time too. By the time we're both clean, we're both recharged some and ready to have more fun. I almost start some shower sex, which I've never done, when Crystal turns the water off. Can we fool around in here later? I really want to go out and play in those spots that clerk mentioned. What, you mean more sexy times? Oh no! I say with fake melodrama. I get a large fluffy towel thrown at my face. That's followed by Crystal leading me out of the shower where she aggressively dries me off. She squeals slightly when I grab her to do the same. We're both panting slightly in need after that so we quickly go back to the bedroom to collect our clothes. They're scattered wherever I tossed them earlier and the bed is a sweaty, sticky, wet mess. Crystal quickly removes the top blanket thing and tosses it in a corner so we'll have a clean bed to fall into later. I start to get dressed normally but Crystal stops me. Just put on your shorts and shirt. Nothing ELSS. She says as she puts on her black denim shorts with nothing on underneath them before pulling her tight black tank top over her head. The outline and shape of her freely moving breasts and firm nipples make it very obvious she isn't wearing a bra. I start to say something about how obvious my erection will be but she just grins and points to her chest. I pull on my shirt and shorts, my hard cock making zipping them up slightly difficult. I've never gone out without underwear before and I get a thrill thinking about being in public like this. I can also use the stopwatch if I really need to, which is a big comfort. Making sure I have Lilith's stopwatch and the phone she gave me I'm ready to go. Crystal stops me when I sit down to get my shoes on. Do we really need those? I don't want to mess with taking my boots on and off. Do you? Not really. I agree with her. They're awesome boots but annoying and slow to take off or put on. I stand back up and join her. She hands me my key card and pockets her own. So, where did you want to go? I ask as we leave the room. 
She grabs my hand and bumps into me, making us both giggle like teenagers. Hmm, how about the rooftop? It's probably still nice and warm out and fooling around outside is awesome. Hey, what time is it? I have no idea how long you were fucking me. We both pad barefooted on the thin carpet to the elevator. I fish out my phone. It's 2.30. When did we get to the room? Crystal pushes the button for the elevator. We checked in before midnight but after 11. So we had non-stop crazy sex for what, two and a half hours? Ish? We should be unconscious right now instead of going to play some more. This succubus stuff is awesome. She's so excited she's practically vibrating. It's clear the supernatural aspect of things really turns her on. The door is open and we walk in. Soon as I press the button for the top floor, Crystal literally jumps on me, wrapping her legs around my waist and kissing me. I sway only slightly, not even hitting the wall, and grab her taut rear to hold her up. The elevator ride is short, and when the doors open again I shuffle out into a sort of large foyer area with big glass doors leading to the outdoor rooftop terrace. Crystal stops kissing me and grins. I think your whole body's been upgraded. Me jumping on you should have made you stumble more, or at all. You're a lot stronger than you should be. At least for sexy things. I pause a moment to let that sink in but Crystal continues. Now use that extra strength to carry me somewhere comfy so we can ravish each other. Laughing at her, as much as I could laugh with her kissing me again, I back her into the door to open it. Once we're outside we both suddenly stop as we hear something at the same time. The unmistakable sound of kissing followed by some rustling and two people muttering something. It seems like we're not the only ones looking to have fun up here. Holding up Crystal with one hand I have the stopwatch in the other. I'm going to stop time. I whisper to the petite woman in my arms who nods quickly, looking even more excited. I hit the right button and everything goes quiet again. Crystal also becomes easier to carry. People are so much lighter in frozen time. Effortlessly carrying my girlfriend around I look for where the noise came from. I quickly find a couple snuggled up on a big padded couch. I do a thorough search but there's nobody else up here so I sit on the comfy couch opposite them and think about what I should tell them. They're in their late twenties, maybe early thirties, and both are attractive people. He's a tall slender guy with a bald head and a neatly trimmed short beard on his face. He has some gym shorts and a plain t-shirt over his fairly dark skin. I'm not into men but it's impossible to miss that he's a very good-looking guy. Sitting sideways in his lap is a woman in baggy sweatpants and an oversized sweatshirt. It's hard to tell exactly what kind of body she has except that she's a little larger and her pants are a bit snug over her bigger rear. Her long blonde hair is pulled up in a loose ponytail and her lightly tanned skin contrasts with her partner's darker skin. Her round face is beautiful and she's stuck in the middle of licking her full lips. It's clear they were making out and probably lightly groping each other, even though their hands aren't doing that right now. They're both looking towards the door we came out of with surprise. We accidentally spoiled their fun by trying to have our own fun. I should fix that. You won't notice we're here. You should forget you heard the door open and go back to whatever you were doing before we came out. That should be fun. The voyeur in me wants to see what they do and the exhibitionist in me wants to play in front to them. There's not really a downside here. Sitting down with my slim girlfriend straddling my lap I restart time. Crystal looks around with brief confusion at the new location and position before staring at the couple across from us. They were looking up but quickly go back to kissing each other with her hand rubbing his chest and his hand disappearing under her sweatshirt but seems to stay near her waist. Crystal moans quietly before turning to grab my head and kiss me. That is so sexy. Watching them, us having fun, everything supernatural. 
It all turns me on so much. She kisses me more while grinding her hips against me. Since I'm only wearing my shorts, she can easily feel my erection against her. We continue like that for several minutes, both of us looking at the other couple every now and then. I get the distinct impression they want to do more but don't want to risk getting caught. Crystal must notice that too. Hey, could you do something to encourage them? Maybe just make them think there's no risk of getting caught? Or something like that, she says as she rocks her hips. I nod and take a hand off her but to stop time. A moment's thought and I have an idea. Addressing them I say, Couple on the couch, you will think you're alone with no chance of getting into trouble right now. You should do whatever sexual things you want to without any fear of getting caught. Also, you'll subconsciously put on a nice long sexy show for us. Focus more on showing us the woman's body. That last part should be fun but it's awkwardly phrased and impersonal. I couldn't think of a better way to say it right now though. I disentangle myself from Crystal enough to turn on the auto record on the magical phone Lilith gave me before propping it up on the table next to us. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen but I'm assuming it'll be sexy. Restarting time Crystal moans slightly in my lap. That is so fucking hot. She says to me. Movement catches our attention as the woman pulls her shirt up and over her head to reveal a larger plush body and massive soft breasts. Oh fuck, that's super hot too. Crystal breathes out as we watch her breasts jiggle and she turns her chest to show us her light brown areola and nipples. The guy has an equally rapt expression as he stares at them up close. She turns towards the guy and leans forward, offering her bare breasts. He grabs both and pulls her down to his face where he enthusiastically starts licking and sucking on them. He practically smothers himself with her huge soft breasts, and they both seem very happy with the situation. Crystal starts squirming in my lap more, and I can tell her arousal is increasing watching the show. Mine definitely is too. Oh, fuck me. That's so fucking hot. My girlfriend says on my lap, grinding herself against me as she twists in my lap to make sure she gets a good view. Okay, I can do that. I say holding up the stop what she can't see. Wah. Crystal starts with slight confusion as I hit the button to stop time. Grinning at her unmoving face I stand up with her still in my lap. Thanks to her helpful direction earlier to not wear anything but shorts and shirts it's easy to strip us both naked. She really is beautiful and I'm very happy she's here with me. Unlike down in the lobby I let my hands freely roam over her sexy petite body. Her taut rear, slim-toned waist, lean legs and arms, and definitely her firm breasts and nipples. While I play with her, I move Crystal's body so she's bent over and in an easily fuckable position. Sliding my cock back inside her tight little pussy I grab her hips and pound into her for a minute or so. Sitting back down I hold her body against me so she stays in my lap with my hard cock fully embedded inside her. This way we can have fun and play with each other while easily watching the show. I hold her tight, groping a wonderful C-cup breast, as I restart time. At OHFUCK. Her question turns into a loud moan of pleasure as Crystal has a powerful orgasm. I almost join her as she shakes on my lap and her tight channel spasms on my shaft. Her whole body tenses up and her slim hands grab my arm, holding my hand to her chest as her orgasm crashes through her. What? That was amazing. But what was that? She gasps after she recovers enough to speak. Well, I say giving her wonderful breast a squeeze. You did just say to fuck you. So I did. I raise my hips slightly, getting a nice little moan in response. Crystal moves her mouth, replaying what she just said about the couple we're both staring at. Huh. I did say that, didn't I? I guess I need to be a bit more careful about what I say then. 
she says almost seriously. I should tell you to fuck me more often. She giggles as she wiggles her rear against me. Imagine doing that somewhere really public. She says excitedly. Like a mall. Or a theater. Or a park. She turns her head to look at me. Ben, can we do that? Can you fuck me in every cliché place we can think of? Please? She emphasizes her question by gyrating her hips and squeezing my cock more. You know what? That sounds like an amazing idea. I wrap my other arm around her waist and hold her tight. On impulse I lean down to kiss her. The angle is somewhat awkward but she quickly locks lips with me and we share a long, passionate kiss. Let's start on that tomorrow. Tomorrow? I'll hold you to that. Crystal says with a playful nip on my arm. Turning back to the couple across from us she adds, But first we have a show to watch. Do you mind if we just watch them? She asks. It's kind of like watching a private show or something. I knew I was a bit of a voyeur but this is really turning me on. It could also be the succubus magic stuff turning me on too though. She adds. Probably both. I say sliding my hands down her smooth sides to her hips. Yeah, you're probably right. She says ruefully. Hey, can you have them do more? I'm liking this but I want to see more of both of them. Sure. I can do that. I say stopping time again. It's really tempting to fuck her again but I hold off for now. Instead I run my hands across her hips and down her legs. Just barely avoiding her pussy and clit. Couple over there. I say loudly. Strip naked sexily. Putting on a good show for us. I almost restart time but add. And have lots of sexy fun in different positions but don't orgasm until I tell you to. That should help us get a great show. Restarting time Crystal shudders in my lap from the playing and the realization of what I just did. Earlier I made it so she'd hear and understand what I say while time is stopped but it doesn't affect her unless I specifically say it does. Oh wow, this should be awesome. She says while the woman across from us straightens her legs and slowly shimmies out of her sweatpants. She reveals a rather large, rounded butt and thick thighs. After kicking off her pants, with no panties under them, she spreads her legs. That gives us a great view of her mostly bare thick pussy lips right before they're parted by her lover's fingers. It's always great to see partners really take care of each other. After a few moments he stands up too before making a show of taking his shirt off. He's a fairly muscular guy and his partner seems very appreciative of his body. Crystal seems to like it too as she moans while slowly riding my cock, all while staring at them. I focus on the naked woman in front of us and my girlfriend in my lap. I'm not into men at all but both women clearly are. I'm secure enough to not be threatened by another guy and I'm not freaked out by another guy getting naked around me. It just doesn't do anything for me. The woman seems a bit impatient to see more and yanks his pants down while he's pulling his shirt off. He's well endowed between the legs and the woman gives him a hungry, lusty look. Crystal stares too while she continues to slowly ride me. Her hands grab mine, locking us together as we watch the scene. Oh fuck that's hot. Crystal says again grinding against me a little more forcefully. I nod assent and give her hips a squeeze as the guy's pants get stripped off. The larger woman pushes his legs apart, showing him off briefly, before kneeling down in front of him. She puts both arms below her massive soft breasts to pull them up and rest them on his lap. She's big enough she basically smothers his cock too. Sadly we don't get a great view of her breasts, mainly seeing them from the side. When she starts bouncing them in his lap the view gets significantly better. He looks like he's in ecstasy as her soft flesh ripples and shakes with her efforts to pleasure him. The woman's side boob is impressive, 
and judging by her moans and tightening of her hands and pussy, Crystal clearly likes what she sees too. After a bit the woman slows down, both of them gasping and shuddering but not quite hitting orgasm yet thanks to me. A few murmurs to each other, and the woman stands up and bends over the side of the couch. Her large plush rear up in the air, and her legs spread in an open invitation to her sexual partner. He eagerly stands up behind her and his cock quickly disappears as he slides it inside her to long moans of pleasure from both of them. Crystal and I watch intently as the guy starts fucking his voluptuous partner. Her large rear ripples and waves in time with his thrusting and her huge breasts swing free sway ponderously under her. Seeing this beauty's body up close like this really makes me appreciate even more how sexy larger women are. Fuck, look at her butt. And her boobs. Crystal says, staring at the action. Damn, is she sexy? I definitely agree with my girlfriend and start to move my hips in time with her to start slowly fucking her. I kind of want to stop time and play but I'm really enjoying watching our private show together. Crystal continues to slowly ride me, sitting in my lap, as we watch the other couple have end of fun. Every few minutes they switch positions. She rides him, she lays on the couch and gets fucked, she gives him a blowjob followed by him eating her out, and finally her laying sideways facing us while the guy pulls a leg up and fucks her while he stands up. It's all incredibly erotic, and we get amazing views of her sexy body and huge breasts in different positions and moving in different ways. We get some great views of the guy too but I don't focus on him. Crystal seems to focus on both of them though, which is understandable since she's pansexual. They're looking pretty tired at this point, and I have to remind myself they don't have supernaturally enhanced stamina like me and Crystal. I also tell them to orgasm now but I have a better idea. Taking one hand off Crystal I magically have Lilith's stopwatch in hand and stop time. Couple over there. I address them as I keep slowly fucking my petite girlfriend in my lap. Come over her and have sex with the woman bent over our chair. You'll think us touching you is your partner. Grinning I restart time. As they disentangle themselves and stand up Crystal turns her head to look at me. Did you really just do that? Oh fuck, this is going to be sexy. She says with even more excitement. She's squirming in my lap as the thick curvy woman walks sensually towards us. She grabs the arms rests of our chair and bends over until her huge hanging breasts are touching Crystal's face. Almost comically, my girlfriend's head is about the same size as each large breast in front of her. Crystal seems a little shocked so I grab her hands and pull them up to the massive mammaries in front of her. Soon as her hands touch the soft flesh she grabs hold tightly, her small fingers pressing deeply against the soft breasts. Grinning at her reaction I squeeze her own firm breasts, getting a nice moan, before dropping them back to grab her slim hips. Everybody moans with desire as the guy starts fucking her again. I get the wonderful view of massive breasts getting shoved repeatedly against Crystal while she needs and haphazardly tries to kiss and lick the smooth, soft flesh. She seems very happy to be squished between me with my hard cock inside her and the large woman and her big breasts. Everybody starts moaning louder and louder but the other couple seem close to exhaustion so I stop time again. My high arousal is actually in check so instead of some of the wilder things I've done today I stay seated with my cock buried deep inside my girlfriend. Shifting my hand slightly I grab one of Crystal's breasts in one hand and start rubbing her clit with the other. I've always liked playing with and pleasuring women but with Crystal it seems like I know exactly how to rub, squeeze, knead, and tweak her body to really turn her on. I take my time and really enjoy playing with her well past when I know she's going to orgasm when I restart time. While doing that I also thrust up into her, savoring the feel of her tight channel on my cock. Between playing with her sexy body, fucking her, 
and staring at the large breast squished against crystal I'm very close to my own orgasm. When I restart time, both of you should orgasm. I tell the couple right before hitting the button to make time flow again. All three of them begin moving again by immediately moaning and grunting as pleasure crashes through them. The large woman collapses forward onto Crystal, squishing her slim form against me with huge breasts leading the way. Feeling that extra pressure and Crystal's inner walls spasming on my cock tip me over into orgasm as well, which seems to push my pale girlfriend into even more orgasmic pleasure. Her loud moans are mostly muffled by the breasts covering her face, but I can feel the vibrations from her body. I'm almost concerned about her not getting enough oxygen, but after a few long moments the couple stands up, stumbles backwards, and fall onto their couch. They're both shaking and gasping for air, mostly unmoving except for their breathing. She has her legs spread wide, showing off her mostly trimmed pussy. Also on display are her big soft breasts rising and falling in time with her heaving chest. Little orgasmic aftershock tremors make her chest jiggle enticingly, adding to the sexiness. Watching them has been a different kind of surreal sexual experience that I really enjoyed. Definitely something to do again with Crystal. My succubus-enhanced girlfriend recovers faster than they do, twisting her torso she gives me a passionate but somewhat awkward kiss. That was amazing! Everything about it! The sex! The playing! Them! Me suddenly coming! It's just... She kisses me again before turning back around to face the couple leaning back against me and pulling my arms to hold her tight across her chest and waist. The other pair are slowly moving and giggling. It's clear they think they just had an amazing sexual encounter in public place, not knowing they had an appreciative audience the whole time. They start caressing each other and shift around to snuggle together. They seem like a nice couple, which is a great change of pace from a lot of the not-so-nice people I've played with today. Stopping time again I figure I can maybe do something to help them out. I know Lilith wants more sexy stuff and I'm hoping I can help them with that. Couple over there. I really need to think of a better way to say that. Answer any question I ask you, or Crystal asks you, honestly and fully and then forget about it. Restarting time Crystal moans softly. You two, are you dating? Do you love each other? Maybe? They both answer at the same time and the woman continues. We wanted to date in high school but my parents didn't like that he was black so nothing happened. A few weeks ago we reconnected leading up to our ten-year reunion tonight. The guy adds from under her while caressing her naked body. Turns out we still have a thing for each other, and we're a few dates in as adults. He looks up at the woman lounging partially on him. I think I do love her. Yeah, the woman adds. I'm trying real hard to ditch the racism I grew up with. He's a good guy and I think I might love him. They both go back to just caressing each other happily, not remembering what they just said. It feels like an intrusion of privacy, which is weird considering everything else I've done. What are your three biggest kinks? I ask. Public stuff. Big boobs. Anal, giving and receiving. The guy lists out. Spanking, caning, maybe whips. Sex where we could be seen. Pet play. She lists off. Those overlap fairly well and they seem like decent people so I stop time again. You two will try to be in a good relationship with each other. You'll be open, honest, and respectful to each other, and hopefully be happy with each other. Really give it a good try at being a happy couple. Oh, if you aren't romantically compatible you'll understand and accept things graciously and stay on good terms and possibly fuck buddies. I had another part just in case. Oh, and you'll both try to be decent, caring people in general. Now for the fun stuff. You'll be open about and accept each other's kinks and sexual preferences. You'll try to accommodate 
and have fun with them unless it's a real turn-off for you. Have fun with each other, especially and frequently in public or where others could see you. If you know somebody would like a show, give them one as long as it's safe to do so. Make sure you and any other partners you have get lots of pleasure. Oh, you'll always be safe about things and you'll make sure to take care of yourselves and each other and any other partners you have. After that I finish up with the now usual stuff about exchanging contact info and thinking they can do anything sexual with me or Crystal before restarting time. I swear the petite woman on my lap has another mini-orgasm when time flows again and she realizes what I just said. Grabbing my phone I get their contact info, which is weird because either one exactly acknowledges I'm there. Right after that they start looking for their clothes. It's clear they're wiped out and want to get back to their room before falling asleep. Crystal stays in my lap and on my cock, but she grabs a towel that was left on the table and tosses it near the other couple. They give themselves a quick wipe down along with a few gropes and a smack of an ass before they get dressed again. Giggling like high schoolers they stumble over towards the elevator and disappear. That was fun. Crystal says happily still leaning back against me. And what you did for them is kind of awesome. If they're at all compatible they're hopefully going to have a fun, happy life together. Yeah, that's my hope. With lots of sex and pleasure. I say. Want to have more fun here or head back to the room? Hmm, good question. She says as she grabs the other towel from the table and makes sure she doesn't make a mess when she gets off my lap. I really want to play more but this has all been pretty intense. Do you mind if we go back to the room? It has a big oil soaking tub we could both fit in. You mean we'd have to snuggle naked together? I guess I could do that. I sigh with obvious sarcasm as I deliberately check out her sexy naked body in front of me. I'm sure I could find somebody else if you don't want to. She sticks her tongue out at me and playfully swats my shoulder. I'm sure you could. I let my eyes roam over her naked body again, making her laugh and blush a little. Soaking in a big tub with you sounds great right now. We can play more with others tomorrow. I pause. Can play probably isn't right though. We'll definitely play with others tomorrow is way more accurate. Sounds great. Crystal says as she picks up her clothes. I don't really want her to put them on though so I stop time. I almost caress her frozen nude form but I have an idea that I want to be a fun surprise. Crystal, stay naked until we get back to our room. You won't notice that we're both naked until we step out of the elevator on our floor. I figure that should be a fun surprise for her. If there are any issues I should be able to use the stopwatch to smooth things over. Restarting time I act like nothing happened and Crystal doesn't seem to notice anything. I pick up my clothes and the dirty towel. Shall we? I ask with an exaggerated wave towards the door. Yes, we shall. Crystal says with a mostly straight face before giggling. We both walk naked back to the foyer area to drop off the towels in the hamper there. There's really no need to make more work for the employees. Crystal hits the button to call the elevator while I admire her nude body. After a short wait the doors open and we enter the empty elevator. Crystal hits the button for our floor as I pull her back against me, her bare skin pressing against mine. Reaching around her slim body I cup a breast and start playing with it while lowering my other hand to her very wet pussy to tease her folds. She moans and reaches back to grab my cock, squeezing it firmly. I almost press some buttons to go to other floors or even the lobby but since it's so late I decide to just head back to our room. It doesn't take long for the doors to open at our floor. I was half hoping for somebody to be in the hallway but at this late hour it's empty. Wow, I love doing stuff like this. Crystal says turning to face me. She gives me a quick kiss before turning again to leave the elevator. Groping in elevators is such foo. Oh fuck I'm naked. 
she says loudly as she steps into the hallway of our floor. Grinning, I follow her. Oh, fuck, that's wild. She says, holding her clothes up with an unconscious reaction to partially cover herself. You're naked, too. She exclaims as I join her. This is weird and hot and sexy and... I stop time mid-sentence. Taking her clothes out of her hand, I jog down the hallway to deposit our clothes on the floor in front of our door. Grinning broadly, I rejoin my completely naked girlfriend. It's kind of odd walking around without clothes on, but it's a big thrill. More and more I'm realizing I'm not just a huge voyeur, but also an exhibitionist. Not wanting to do too much with Crystal yet, I caress her perky full breasts and briefly run my hands over her slim, sexy body. She's beautiful, but I still have a strong preference for breasts, so I lean down to kiss and lick and suck on them while my hands tease and play with her body. I make sure to mostly avoid her pussy, just barely caressing it while I focus on her wonderful chest. I stop just short of where I think she'll orgasm wanting to play with her and tease her some. Standing up I restart time. Her continued sentence gets completely derailed as she stumbles and grabs me for support. Fion! Ugh! She moans loudly without quite orgasming. You did that on purpose! She half glares at me. If it didn't feel so good I'd be really pissed off right now. She straightens up. Hey, where's my clothes? And yours? I simply point to the pile in front of our door. Oh, so you're going to make us run down the hallway like this? She gestures at her sexy body. I like the way you think. She surprises me by shoving me against the wall and pulling my head down to give me a passionate kiss. You should definitely have other people do stuff like this too. Imagine those hot women from the ice cream place naked like this too. Or waiting to get fucked in our room. She kisses me again before giggling and running down towards our room. I watch her run a few steps, enthralled by her sexy body before I start running after her. Yeah, having Brooke and her friends turn fuck buddies with us would be kind of amazing. That gives me a minor surge of arousal and a fun idea. I stop time again right when Crystal reaches our door. I catch up to the time-frozen Crystal and caress her sexy body, not being careful about not giving her too much pleasure. I want her to orgasm this time. And not just a little bit. With how wet she is I easily slide a few fingers into her tight channel, and start pumping them as I lick and suck on her fantastic breasts again. I really could play with breasts all day long. I guess I've basically done that today without losing interest at all. If anything each new set is making me want to play with them even more, if that was possible. After giving her lots of attention, and greatly enjoying her, I stand up and restart time. Crystal moans loudly and grabs me as her powerful orgasm hits her without warning. I help her stay mostly upright, or at least not hitting the floor as she shakes and shudders and moans. I love seeing and feeling women in pleasure, so I love holding her close like this. Her moans turn into gasps as she catches her breath. I'd say not to do that without warning, but it feels way too good. She pulls herself upright by holding me tight. Ugh, fuck, that was fantastic. You can do that to me pretty much anytime you want. Private, public, whatever. Seriously. I'll tell you if I'm ever not in the mood. That was just, wow. Good to know. I say before kissing her. With both of us smiling and giggling I fumble with our clothes for the room key before opening the door. Crystal does the expedient thing of simply kicking our clothes just inside the door before letting it swing shut. I know it's super late but can we try out that tub? She asks while pulling me towards the bathroom. I follow her and since I was thinking about it earlier too and we both still seem fairly awake. Still leaning on me a bit she turns on the faucet for the huge two-person soaking tub before pushing me towards the shower. 
Just a quick rinse off since we're both a bit messy again. She explains. We help each other rinse off with only some light groping and fondling and giggling. The tub fills fairly quickly and that cuts short any more playtime in the shower. Turning off the water for both faucets I step into the huge tub of hot water. It's hot but not scalding hot like some people prefer. I ease myself into it, settling in the deep soaking tub before Crystal somewhat awkwardly climbs in after me. She grumbles something about short people problems since without her chunky boots she's only five feet tall and this is a deep soaking tub. The advantage to her small size is she's able to curl up sideways on my lap and rest her head on my shoulder. Mmm, this is nice, she says, holding me. I kind of wanted to play more, but now I just want to relax. I, um, haven't actually been in a tub for almost a decade. It's, we can talk about that later. I interrupt her when I feel her body tensing up. Let's relax together. I've never been in a tub like this. I gently wrap my arms around her and I can feel her body relax. Thank you, Ben. Seriously. She sighs and snuggles against me, kissing my neck. Can you do something for me again? With the stopwatch? Sure, of course. I answer immediately. Can you tell me too? She pauses to gather her thoughts. I am, haven't slept in the same room with anybody else in a long time. But I want to with you. Today has been, a lot and I really want to spend more time with you and the public sexy stuff and succubus magic and everything. She takes a deep breath. Tell me that I'm comfortable with sleeping in the same room as you. She holds me tight and keeps her face buried against my neck. I want to not just have sex with you but snuggle and sleep next to you. I haven't found anybody else. Stopwatch magically back in hand I stop time. I don't know exactly what she's been through but it's been a lot and it's seriously traumatized her. If I can help, I definitely want to. Crystal, you'll be comfortable sleeping in the same room as me. I think a bit about how Lilith's stopwatch magic seems to work and try adding something extra that will hopefully work. Whenever you sleep in the same room as me you'll be safe. We'll always be safe together. I kiss her forehead and restart time. Crystal shivers a little as my words sink in. Thanks to what I did earlier she knows what I say when time is stopped. Thank you again for what I wanted you to say in the extra bit. That, that all means a lot to me. She squeezes me in a tight hug before letting out a happy contented sigh, leaning her head against my shoulder, and promptly falling asleep in my arms. I guess she was more tired than I thought. The magic of the stopwatch must have allowed her to relax enough to fall asleep quickly, which is kind of amazing and sort of scary how powerful it is. It's odd but rather nice to sit in the tub with a sleeping woman on my lap. After a few minutes though, I figure I should get us to bed instead of me possibly falling asleep in the tub too. That could be really bad. Despite seeming to have greater strength and dexterity I didn't have before, I don't want to fall climbing out of the tub. Stopping time again seems like a good option so that's what I do. It's a lot easier to get out without disturbing Crystal or possibly dropping her. I sit up and lift her now lightweight body out of the water and perch her on the edge of the tub. Standing up feels weird though. The warm water flows around me almost like gelatin instead of liquid. It still runs off like normal though, which is nice. Stepping out of the tub I grab some towels and dry us both off before carrying Crystal to the bed. Once we're both laying down and covered with the sheet I restart time. She half wakes up and mumbles something before curling up on her side, pressing her back against me with her head laying on my shoulder. She fumbles a little until she grabs my arm and pulls it over her like a blanket. She even holds me to her chest, my hand palming one of her perky full breasts. A little unconscious wiggling from her gets my cock nestled between her firm buns and she lets out a long, 
Happy sighed before her breathing slows and gets deeper. I know I'm going to have lots more sexy fun with the stopwatch, but falling asleep with a beautiful, sexy person in my arms is a different kind of wonderful. Crystal being with me now and for more fun in the future just feels right somehow in a way I can't explain. I squeeze her breast and snuggle her naked body against mine as I feel myself succumbing to sleep as well. The end. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.